Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Open Your Toys Cast. This is number 62. We're getting there. Yeah, we're... Okay, no more age jokes. God damn it. We get sucked into that every single time. <laughs> Podcasts in general, like, we'll say, it's our 21, 21st episode. We're old enough to drink. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, I'll explain to you who I'm talking to in just a second. I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And we have a very special guest in uh, Casa de McFavorito. That didn't sound very right. But. <laughs> I know, that's why I was like, yeah. The what now? <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, fine sir. Uh, my name is Otto the Otter. I'm a uh, friend of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Slick and uh, a uh, toy enthusiast as well. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to thank you guys for having me tonight. Probably uh, one, uh, one of actually two real life, I mean, I, I have met people since being in the community and everything, but you and my comic dealer are the two people I know in real life that I've actually spent more than one convention with that, <laughs> uh, that are actually toy collectors. So that's that's awesome. And what's funny is we didn't know. I mean, we kind of knew. We would talk about it every once in a while. We worked right. together back when uh, I worked at a hotel. And we talked about it every once in a while. But neither one of us knew the extent to our geekiness, I think. Well, right. And, and I think back then I wasn't... Uh I wasn't quite into the collecting at that point. I, you know, oh, I still right. I still had interest I still had interest in the franchises, but um uh you know, I wasn't into collecting any of the the toys at that time uh or the comics or the movies or anything like that, but yeah, it was just nice to know somebody who's close to my own age that still had the same interest. I didn't feel quite so dorky then. Yeah. So yeah, and I, and I wasn't nearly as hardcore back then either. My my big thing was after we got married, the iPod and the podcasts are what like brought me into the community. So. Right, right. Um, oh, so it is our it is it is us getting married is the reason why you're a hoarder. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. it's you saying let's just put these iPods on our registry. No one will ever get them for us. <laughs> Yeah, that was mistake number one. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the, the 80s, 80s and all time. And uh, Mr. Otto the Otter, what's your favorite franchise? Right now it's uh, G.I. Joe. Okay. Miss McFavorite, what's your favorite? <laughs> you can pick one of the four. Of the I four, which snarky. one's your favorite? <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, my favorite is Transformers. And then what's the... My what's least the... favorite is Masters of the Universe, <laughs> only because of Mattel. <laughs> not, a, not a fan of Mattel, are you? I hate Mattel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I've come across plenty of people who don't like them. So. <laughs> so not only because of all the Masters issues, but she actually subscribes to the Ghostbusters. You saw all her Ghostbusters. Right. That, that's a subscription through their collector site as well. Oh, the, what is it called? Maddie Collector? Yeah, 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 and uh, and she subscribed to them. So, so not only does my master shit piss her off, but she's been pissed off several times about her Ghostbusters line as well. Be because it's a great line, but it has to be Mattel, huh? 
Yeah. Well, it's just, yeah, they just, they make some pretty piss poor decisions on the way they distribute them. Yeah. The figures are amazing. Yeah, there hasn't been a problem with the Ghostbusters figures themselves. It's the customer service. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, So, uh, at least uh, Mrs. McFavorite and I are a husband and wife team that <laughs> like to talk toys. Uh, why don't you tell your toy enthusiast, tell people a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, back in the 80s, like most toy enthusiasts, I uh, was a fan of the Star Wars action figures. And, and um, uh, then once G.I. Joe came along in the same three and three quarter inch scale, it, we were just, you know, I was just amazed by the fact that you went from this Star Wars figure that had limited articulation and whatnot, and all of a sudden now you've got a figure that has uh, shoulders and elbows and knees and everything that could that could move. You know, plus the the detail of the figures and the and the vehicles and accessories and everything that they came along with. Uh, so I, you know, collected for a while. I, you know, my uh, my mom wasn't too crazy about us having or having me having war toys, so to speak. So I pretty oh, much had, I pretty oh. much had to buy all my Joes myself. So I had a very small collection of about ten or fifteen figures, maybe three or four vehicles. And uh, but fortunately, I had a, a very good friend of mine whose parents were divorced, and they were trying to buy his love. Nice. So he he had two entire collections. One at the house of uh, one at the house of each parent. So you know I I live vicariously through him. And, and he had uh, yeah he had all the Joes. He had all the all the Star Wars and and uh, a few Masters of the Universe. Had all the Transformers too. Wow, and so it was wow. uh, you know and, and uh, yeah once I got a little older I I did get out of it and uh, just occasionally would walk the toy aisles just to see what was what was new in the G.I. Joe line and everything. And then back in uh, about 2008 or nine thereabouts, I just really started to get back into it hardcore. And 25th anniversary? The was tw- that? Yeah, the 25th anniversary. And I mean, honestly, I didn't even know that, um, you know, it was the 25th anniversary. I was just starting to look, yeah, just kind of looking again out of curiosity. And, and then I saw that, you know, they had the new, for G.I. Joe, they had the new uh, style of action figures and and uh, all that kind of stuff, and just started getting into the uh, going online and checking out some of the message boards, and and uh, getting it, getting back into the community. And now I've just got a you know ginormous collection that <laughs> got out of hand, uh, like everybody else. And uh, we know nothing about ginormous collections <laughs> that got out of hand. <laughs> nothing about that. So what's uh, uh, what's your kind of claim to fame? How do you how do you participate in the community besides just boards? Um, like you do dios, right? Right, do- right. Yeah, I do the yeah I do the photographic dios. Um, in fact, uh, some friends of mine uh, kind of. Can I talk about it? Uh, website? Oh yeah, okay. of course. Oh yeah, okay. plug away. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's on uh, Facebook. It's called. Um, uh, Dio or Dio Warriors, uh, and it's just it's a community for uh, people who like to not only collect but will also take photographs of the figures. and And it's not just taking a picture of the action figure; it's putting the action figure into a setting and you know taking picture, or taking the photograph. Sometimes using a little bit of Photoshop, adding smoke or gunfire that kind of thing mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh it's a real good community and then it's all the uh, the main board that i go on is um 
Joe Customs, and uh, that's one really of the biggest, one I of mean, the biggest, that, yeah. if and, not the biggest, customizing for Joe's. Yeah, yeah, biggest for customizing, and, and I, I want to say probably the biggest just for the uh, just for the the franchise. You know, if if not them, maybe then his tank. Yeah, it's, it's probably his tank a little bit more because of its affiliation with TFW, right, and that right. Kind of shit, but but uh, yeah, I get onto Joe Customs, and and uh, you know, just good group of guys there, and and. Um, uh, you know, get, getting to know more about the figures, know and know more about the history of the uh, the franchise, know more about the history of the characters, that kind of stuff, through them and everything like that. And so, yeah, I've made uh, you know quite a few of my own customs. You know, it's something as simple as doing a head swap to you know actually repainting and and using sculpting stuff to to make a completely new action figure out of parts from other action figures that kind of stuff so nice and uh what i always appreciate about your photos um is that you're not an armchair military guy you're actually a vet right yeah probably served four years in the marine corps yeah so so that's awesome so welcome to the show this is you you are a uh and this is another thing that annoys me about other podcasts but you're a podcast virgin you've never been on a podcast be gentle but you have you've also never listened to a podcast either no i haven't so that's that's pretty interesting because so people that listen to podcasts it it becomes its own kind of community Mm -hmm. so a lot of the collectors that i'm closest to online are other podcasters and that kind of thing so um or other site owners, that kind of thing. So that's what I've found really interesting is that you hadn't ever listened to podcasts or anything like that. And uh, he's a truck driver currently. Right. And, uh, and like I say, podcasts are ideal for that. Because <laughs> what do you do? You do books on cassettes or just mainly music when you're driving? Or do you uh, no, have I've, a little video running? I've, I've, got, um, I've got the XM, so I, I, I listen to music or talk radio while I'm driving. And okay. then uh, in the evenings when I shut down, um, yeah, I've got a DVD player in there, so I'll watch movies or... Um, you know, and then that's I, I do have uh, I actually have every action figure I have on the truck with me. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, and a couple vehicles just just for the simple fact of if I want to do custom, it gives me something to do if I'm sitting around. I was gonna I was gonna ask that yeah. with spending so much time on the road, do you actually take your tools with you yeah, and got, everything? Yeah, got all my paints, got my box of uh, fodder figures and and uh, whatnot on there and. Um, you know, sometimes I'll get lucky and, and, uh, after I make a delivery, uh, just because of the nature of the type of truck driving I do, which is heavy haul, uh, we don't always get a, another which run. Heavy, heavy haul is the oversized stuff. Like I haul heavy equipment and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, so you're the guy clogging up the highway. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've, I've gotten one fifth of a wave quite often, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, while I'm waiting for my next load, a lot of times I might be in some nice area. Like uh, several months ago, I lucked out and I was in uh, Pennsylvania at a truck stop, and and just kind of out and away from the parking lot, there was this area that had a bunch of rocks and and uh, little smaller bushes and stuff like that. So I just go out there with my camera, you know, throw a bunch of figures in my backpack, and um, you know, take what ones I thought might look kind of cool in that area and snap other pictures. Nice. Uh, nice. Oh, that is really cool. And then, uh, 
did the uh, you know then I've got all my customizing stuff my exacto blades my paints that kind of stuff on the truck as well hell yeah dude that's awesome geek on the move <laughs> <laughs> well and, and the other benefit of course is that um, one of the complaints I see on the boards is like, oh, my Walmart doesn't have any Joes or, or you know, that's dry in this area. I, I'm bouncing around from one city to the next. Oh, so yeah, I'm I always looking for targets, Walmart, Ross, Toys R Us. Well, what's so nice is those big box retailers are so truck friendly, too. They mm-hmm. always have oversized parking lots, you know. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and shit. Uh, so you sleep on your truck quite a bit. Correct. Do you do Walmarts then? Because they allow you to park your, or is it that only RVs? I know you can park RVs there overnight. Um, actually, Walmart typically is okay with, with trucks parking in them. Um, and most truck drivers are pretty courteous, and they'll kind of park towards the back of the yeah, parking lot. Exactly. So, and Walmart's usually okay with that. Um, but with the nature of my work, I'm under permit loads and I'm only allowed to go on certain oh, roads and stuff. Yeah, I so, yeah, I mean, I might, I'll find a truck stop, a truck stop that's on the interstate or something like that. And then, uh, if I know I'm going to have some time, I, I'll ask permission to drop my trailer and, and then, uh, Bob Taylor drive just the tractor to, yeah. um, you know, whatever store. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, like even the other day I lucked out up in, uh. Uh, Bozeman, Montana, and there was a, a rest area slash information center that was just right off the interstate and right across the street was a Target and a Ross and a, and a Michaels and all that kind of stuff. So. Nice. No sales tax. No sales tax. <laughs> my my uh, my parents used to make the trip from Buffalo, Wyoming up to Bozeman mm-hmm. for any big ticket purchase, like, you know, big screen TV or something like that, washing machine. Right. Because of the no sales tax. It, right. It would make it just worth it enough to drive up there, so then it'd be a little weekend escape where the essentially the gas was free pretty much yeah Yeah. all right well uh if you want to contact us you can uh leave a message on our blog at openyourtoys.com or you can email me at slick at openyourtoys.com you can drop me a line at mrs mcfavorite at openyourtoys.com on twitter you can follow me at slash or at slick mcfavorite (laughs) (laughs) or techno geek right there (laughs) (laughs) Or you can follow me at Mrs. McFavorite. On Facebook, you can friend Slick McFavorite. That's me. At Facebook.com slash Open Your Toys. Or you can like our fan page at Open Your Toys or Facebook.com slash Open Your Toys Cast. And then finally, Mrs. McFavorite loves to have random friends that she's never met before. So friend her to hell (laughs) at Facebook.com. I like friends. It's a popularity contest. He he who dies with the most friends wins. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So Facebook.com slash Jessica Spiller, one S in that Jessica. And then the way we love to hear from you guys, our voicemail, that's 720-235-TOYS. That is 720-235-8697. And if people are digging your vibe, they want to check your pictures, what's the best way to see your work, communicate with you, start stalking you? (laughs) Uh, I do post a lot of stuff on that uh, dowarriors.com. Okay. Or as you were, the uh, Dio Warriors. I, I, I 
is it dot com? I don't know. It on Facebook, it's Dio Warriors. Um, and that's D-I-O for D- the un- D-I-O. uninitiated. Yeah. Of course. I, I say D-O because of the late, great Ronnie James Dio, but uh, I guess it's D-I-O, <laughs> short for Diorama. So, you know. That's hilarious. I was wondering why you were pronouncing it that way. That's awesome. Wow, babe. Oh, like I'm supposed to know... Not that yeah. he's obscure, but I'm supposed to know <laughs> a relatively obscure 70s hard rock. 70s, man. Oh, that dude was rocking Dio? right up to the end. I thought you were, sorry. I thought you were talking about Dio. I'm like, really? Oh, my God. Sorry. Yeah. Never mind. No worries. I'm glad that you knew what that meant. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. We cut you off. That's cause... all right. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Well-oiled machine. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Dial Warriors and anywhere else they can... JoeCustoms.com. That's where I've seen most of your photos. Right, yeah, JoeCustoms.com. I go under the call sign uh, Suburbanator there, like Suburban, like Chevy Suburbanator, like Terminator. (laughs) Just without the Termin. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So do you accept commissions? (laughs) I don't quite think my stuff is good enough yet for commission, but uh-huh. uh, you know, I I, I uh, have made several customs of of uh, some friends of mine. So very cool, and, very cool. Well, as soon as you're doing commissions, let us know. We'll we'll plug you. All righty. All right. So, what are we drinking, Miss McFavorite? We are drinking Blue Moon Harvest Pumpkin Ale, and I think I was drinking this last time too. I think you were too. <laughs> when I was reading the label, I was like, "This sounds familiar." She so. Let me just drop some backstory real quick here. <laughs> I I try to drink shit that I've never had before. Just in general, in my life, anytime I go to a bar, anytime I go to a new city, anytime I go into a liquor store, I'm always looking for something I've never had. And uh, so on this show, I've maybe drank the same thing maybe two or three times out of 62 episodes. Right. Jessica, on the other hand, Mrs. (laughs) McFavorite. See, I'm already doing it. Um, uh, For the first like she 30 episodes, about, it was Sparks. Yeah. And nothing but Sparks. Which was the energy drink malt liquor. Oh, right. The original energy drink malt liquor before Four Loco and all these all other crazy ones. And then once they took the spark out of Sparks... <laughs> It's no longer an energy drink. They took I all stopped the caffeine and taurine and ginseng and all that shit. Um, then I moved on to beer. But um, I drink Blue Moon, Fat Tire, sometimes Sunshine. Not at home. Rarely, yeah. Not if at home, If but the, the, bar the bar doesn't carry Blue Moon, it'll have Sunshine. And if the bar doesn't have any of those three, then I default to Coors Light or MGD. Can't go wrong with that. So, no, no, no. I, got, I do Killian's, too. So 70% of the time, she has been drinking Blue Moon in some incarnation. Yeah. So whatever time of the year it is, yeah, <laughs> she's drinking the summer seasonal. Now yeah. she's drinking the so, fall seasonal. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm drinking the fall seasonal. So for those of you who didn't hear it last week or last time, Harvest Pumpkin Ale is the perfect way to celebrate autumn's bounty. We craft it with vine-ripened pumpkin and flavors of cloves, allspice, and nutmeg. 
Then add a touch of wheat for a smooth finish. It's the perfect complement to fall's crisp, clear days. <laughs> so that's what I'm drinking. Well, I'm uh, drinking the same thing, and I think I can honestly say this is the first time I've ever had Blue Moon. <laughs> um, wow, you've never had the original I, I, wheat, even? Nah, never, never tried it. I'm, do you know it's a Coors product? I did not know that. But I do drink Coors all the time. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's not bad. It's a little hoppy tasting, but uh, I can live with that. It's good stuff. Oh, so you're not a big hop guy. That's why you, you passed up my... Hoptober. <laughs> yeah. What is that? A this is, is fat tires. Oh, fat, yeah, fat yeah tire, this yeah. is New Belgium's uh, seasonal. Uh, this is Hoptober Golden Ale, and I'm not normally a hoppy guy either. Like I can't do IPAs, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it was a golden ale, I decided to give it a chance, and it's not bad. It it's hoppy. But it's still not overly strong, which is what I like, actually. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's a little strong for you. Yeah. Um, So this is five hops and four malts make Hoptober Golden Ale a veritable cornucopia of the earth. Pale and wheat malt are mashed with rye and oats to create a medium-bodied ale with a creamy mouthfeel. Oh, that's just dirty. That just sounds <laughs> wrong right there at the end. <laughs> uh, Centennial, Cascade, Sterling, Williamette, and Glacier Hops form a bonfire of citrus notes, fruity cheers, and a bold finale. I think that's the best description we have read because <laughs> we read all the descriptions. That's probably the best one I think we've ever read. Yeah, that was a pretty good one, especially about the cream in your mouth. Yeah, that <laughs> creamy <Wow>. mouth feel. <laughs> All right, so that's what we're drinking. Let's go ahead and get into toy news. And first up is con news. Oh, wow. Uh, that was okay, interesting. Yeah, Oh, and it fixed itself. That's weird. Might have okay. been me pulling on the cord. It could have been. Oh, yeah, because, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's just our headphones. Okay. Okay, a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're going to go ahead and get into con news. First up, Salagacon's Vector Zeta Armor. So we finally get close to final uh, prototypes here, which is weird because I think this con is like this week. Yeah, October October 15th, 15th, so um, we should be seeing color uh, pictures soon, and I just really don't like how this turned out. So this is uh, like armor on Optimus Prime or something? Exactly, exactly. So it's a Voyager Optimus Prime, and I'm trying to find a size. I don't have any Voyagers here. So see the Voltron there at the end? Mm -hmm. So that's about how big that Optimus Prime is. Okay. Okay? And then it's armor pieces. And uh, so I'm sure there's some third-party products in Joe stuff. um, But in Transformers, it's ridiculous. It has just taken over all of Transformers fandom. And so this is an exclusive for this convention. If you go down here, so this, it's supposed to be like a trailer that he pulls. Mm -hmm. 
and all that's his armor, the, yeah. Yeah, and that looks like absolute shit. Yeah, that looks like an engine. Oh god, it looks freaking horrible. Yeah, like they, I, like they could have, I don't know, given him his normal trailer, if if such a thing exists for that model of Optimus Prime, and like somehow put the armor inside of it, because that that just does not look. Yeah, and there's not a trailer for him mm-hmm. for this one. I mean, there there are third party trailers mm-hmm. out there, um, but they're just trailers. They don't transform into anything. Oh, right. um, besides, like his old school trailer, which was just like a little base Flopped open on the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so that ugly little glob of stuff turns into this, and this isn't that bad. Just this head. I mean, you don't look like at the, the proportions. Head? It, well, it's it, I don't know. Honestly, it kind of looks like a almost looks like the Decepticon logo. It does. It do, yeah. I didn't re- I didn't snap about that, but yeah. I mean, just look how thick it is. Mm-hmm. So these armor. There was a there's a company called Fans Project that made armor for uh, for so. They have this figure here, this Optimus Prime, and then Ultra Magnus, you know, has always been a white Optimus Prime, right. and he had armor on him. I remember he like an auto hauler trailer that would exactly. convert it to extra armor and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so they only made a white Optimus Prime. They never made a trailer for him either. This company came out with this trailer, and it just blew the scene up. Like, like there wasn't really that min- that much third-party stuff. Then this company made this armor, and it was the most popular third-party product ever. And ever since then, it's just skyrocketed. It's gone from, you know, two or three pieces a year to now there's like 80 pieces a year created for third-party stuff. Yeah. And so this is a company trying to do something similar and failing miserably again the armor's not too bad it's just what it transforms yeah the, into. yeah the armor itself it, he looks pretty cool but yeah, yeah that, that little trailer thing that turns into is meh. shitty so um it New always York- makes me feel sad <laughs> when, yeah because you think of how much time goes into engineering something like, right, this right. is gonna be so awesome and then people are like it sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, and I was, it's, it's funny you say that all the engineering, I, I was kind of one, I mean, I guess sometimes they, they come up with a toy and then make a cartoon of it, but then sometimes there's the, they make the cartoon and then it gets popular enough they want to make a toy for it. Like, I, I don't know exactly what the situation is for Mask, Oh yeah. but I can imagine like, um, you know, like Mask is aired and suddenly it's really popular and some toy designer is out there like, crap <laughs> we gotta design that <laughs> okay um new york comic-con so we know hasbro's going and so they've said there's uh not gonna be any action figure exclusives but so we've heard that there's going to be a a uh, bumblebee Nerf blaster, similar to at Comic Con, there was a Optimus Prime Nerf blaster. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a Nerf gun with a, a picture of Prime on it, and the Bumblebee is the same way. Okay. So the newest exclusives they announced. Wow, this is pushing the envelope here. Kapunk cups, Transformers Kapunk, and what's hilarious is they have 
Optimus Prime with a sweatband and a <laughs> gold medal. <laughs> and they have <laughs> fucking Megatron with a sweatband and a fucking wrestling championship belt. <laughs> wow. Serious? Why are they doing this? So Why is this uh, happening? Uh, I, I don't know. That, that that looks like it's you know some uh, bootlegged South American drawing that somebody did. And, exactly. Well, if we had the headband to it, we can't be sued by Hasbro because it looks different. <laughs> and then yeah. somebody went online and said, "Hey, these these look pretty good for this product." <laughs> Yeah, they took some actually good comic book art and, like you say, just drew a headband on it. Right. Like, okay, it's not the same thing. So if you don't know what Kaplunk or Kaplunk is, is it is a ping pong like horse essentially. Like figure out the craziest ping pong ball shot you can do that can make it into one of these cups. Oh, where you have to like bounce it off the floor, then off the wall or something. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, the commercials they came up with made it look like it was going to be the extreme sport of of the 21st century. And it since has completely faded and I can't like you can't even buy this stuff in stores. It was being clearanced from Targets like a year ago for right. a yeah. buck fifty. Well, they were being clearanced at Kmart a couple of years ago. Yeah, Kmart. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the lowest of the low, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's hilarious is because I like the concept. I would probably fucking buy these if I was there, but I'm definitely not gonna would. hunt them out. God, they're just so cheap. Look at that megatron has a it's sweatband he's a robot <laughs> i mean he has a robot in his sweatband. it's awesome come on oh but uh, you know you want to make those your beer cups so they said they're supposed to be a third exclusive revealed and it's in the club magazine this month and i haven't read my club magazine yet so sorry Slacker. I, I did get it i just haven't read it um, DairyCon 2012 has been announced. It'll be April 27th and 28th uh, next year, obviously. Trade show and for milking machines and stuff. <laughs> this is so funny. This is one of the actually one of the longest running Transformers conventions out there. And they actually get officially licensed Hasbro exclusives that they do. Mm -hmm. They just do them in, like, ridiculous runs of, like, ten. Oh, wow. But they're so weird. Like, there was a toilet bowl one a couple years ago. (laughs) Yeah, that one really turned me off. (laughs) And I don't know if that... I don't know if they're all officially licensed, but I know, know like, the main one is each year. But it's going to be in Fond du Lac... I guess Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Okay, Wisconsin. You don't um, need to get all fancy with the names just because you haven't been there. <laughs> <laughs> Savcom is coming up next year as well. This will be the first time the Savannah, Georgia Transformers Convention is held. It'll be June 23rd and 24th. Um, and then, of course, the big convention that just happened, PowerCon. Um, we've got links on the show notes to itsalltrues.com or itsalltrue.net. Sorry. No, it's unbelievable. Armchair coverage. Get it. Uh, they always do good. Uh, it's All True is in Joplin. The guy that runs that site, he's from Joplin. He did tons of tweets and posts about uh, the, the hurt. Tornado? The, 
I was going to say hurricane. <laughs> the, tornado. water there. <laughs> well. the, tur- the tornadoes that hit there. But he always does great armchair coverage of all the conventions. Cool. He doesn't ever go to them, but he does great coverage from gathering news sources and posting to the uh uh, posting the best pictures and videos from the cons and shit. Oh, cool! I have to check that out. And then, uh, and then, two guys that were there were, of course, Pop Culture Network's Pixel Dan and Sean Long, and they have posted videos of most of the panels. Uh, Pixel Dan did some great uh, on-the-spot interviews with uh, Corn Boy, which is one of the guys that sculpts the new Masters of the Universe line. Mm-hmm. And uh, and some fan like on the spot fan reviews of the new figures, and then uh, Sean Long. It's he's very popular in uh, Transformers reviews, but he's kind of just spread out. He does all kinds of different. He's just like a YouTube personality now, mm-hmm. and uh, so they posted uh, videos of all the panels. So if you didn't get to go. Great shit to just sit there and kind of listen to. Not a lot of visually going on. Uh, the Maddie panel had uh, some of the new reveals, that kind of shit. But uh, go to the show notes, take a look at those links. Uh, so the big news announced uh, Mattel's working on a way to add a figure one day prior to the sale day. So, so you sign up for these subscriptions. And for the most part, you're taken care of. Mm-hmm. These these figures go on sale on, on one day a month. And then uh, if you have the subscription, you don't have to worry about. If you don't have the subscription, it's the worst process ever. Because their site crashes. It constantly refreshes. You just kind of have to wait in line. But if right, you do right, that, I remember that from like the, when Zorano was for sale on Hasbro Toy Shop and all of that. Yeah, and Sergeant exactly. Slaughter. Kinda, and, yeah. It's the similar thing. Um, except for they've had two and a half years to fix it, and, and it happens didn't. every month, and they don't. Well, because it's Digital River, right? Yeah. I wonder what it's kind of contract s- they have with Digital River. It must be ironclad. <laughs> Digital River is a software distribution service, like Microsoft uses them to distribute all their software. Uh, Mattel was the oh, first, that's right. the first <laughs> goods company that they ever did. Oh, okay. So... That's why there's been so many issues. But uh, um, so what this would do is if you wanted to add an extra figure or if there was a non-subscription item, because like their display stands, those aren't included in the subscription, but lots of people want them. So if you wanted those, they're working on a way to one day prior to the on sale, you as a subscription holder can say, I want two of these and an extra figure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah and so, so, so you wouldn't you have to go through the bullshit. Of part yeah. Of the subscription, yeah, yeah, and they're producing them in lower numbers this year, so you would have the chance to get something before it's. It could possibly sell out prior right. to the on sale day, right? But you don't think that they block it off to? I would think they would limit it. Yeah, so it, that still would become a first come first serve. Like yeah. you have to pre order one day early, and right? So, but who knows? Um, Drago Man only to come with flame on sword. Um, they're looking for ways to get out his whip, his shield, his shield flame, and his normal sword. Um, so this was a figure designed by the sculptors doing the line. Currently, they just did a 
did their own figure they thought would be cool, mm-hmm. and they showed it with all these cool accessories, and then they figured that it figured out it'd be too expensive to make it that way. Oh, okay. Kind of like what they're doing with the Renegades figures. Right. They've shown them with all these accessories, and then now that they're hitting the stores, they have half of them right, because right. they became too expensive. Right. Um, April 2012, we're going to get Stinkor, my third favorite figure ever. (laughs) Um, So he'll come with a second head. So he's going to come with a 2000X style head with the breather mask. He will have his smell, which is patchouli. And he's going to have a beast man body instead of the merman body. So because he's a skunk, so he should be furry. Um, I, I'm assuming that's a uh, He-Man figure. Yeah, okay. I mean, all of these. Are, PowerCon is the. This is the first annual PowerCon. It is the first annual uh, Masters of the Universe convention. Oh, okay. It just happened a weekend or two ago, and uh, it was put on by He-Man.org. Huh? I'm wearing the right. shirt here. Ad- advertising. Uh, <laughs> too bad nobody could see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at this, everyone. Oh wait. Um, um, and so, and it was amazing, man. So they had Mattel actually showed up. It didn't hurt that it it was in L.A. where Mattel is based, mm-hmm. um, but Mattel was actually officially there. They had voice. They had uh, the original filmation Skeletor and uh, Shira voice oh, actors. Nice. It was the first time the Shira voice actor had ever been to any convention ever. So that was kind of cool. They had the all the sculptors that do the modern line. They had a panel of all the old sculptors that did the vintage line. So that was awesome. Um, and then they had lots of fan stuff. And so for the first annual one, it was more. Con- I mean, it was on par with a Joe Con or a Bot Con. Oh, okay. Nice. Considering they've been doing those for ten years, right, you know. Right. Um. So, uh, he's going to have a new gun. He's going to have the 2000X gas tanks and a removable face mask. Um, Also, uh, in April, for our Beast, we're getting the Mike Young Productions Griffin. I'm so freaking excited about this. So, did you ever... did you watch He-Man as a kid? I, I watched it, and uh, like I said, that that same friend, he had a few of the, the figures and stuff. And yeah. stuff. Do you know that they redid the cartoon in 2002? You know, I, I think I'd heard something about that. I never saw any episodes of it, though. They redid it, and it was amazing. It was the first time that they redid an old cartoon and did it amazingly well. Now, are you, when you say redid it, they took the the old cartoon and revamped it, or they, yeah, they're making new they episodes? They did a new cartoon based on that, but kind of retold some of the stories, mm-hmm. redesigned all the characters, uh, just did an amazing job with the storytelling and everything. Cool. And then, so the Griffin was what Beastman would ride in this new cartoon. That's how he'd get around, mm-hmm. and uh, and. This thing looks amazing. It looks amazing. Sorry, I don't have links readily accessible. But well, I was gonna say it's on Battle Cat's book there. That yeah. um, I mean, I'm not into He-Man, but uh, I, I remember seeing pictures of the the latest incarnation of oh, Battle Cat. Cat. That thing is awesome. Oh okay. yeah. I mean, I almost thought it's like I don't collect He-Man at all, but 
that Battle Cat would almost be worth getting just because it's so cool looking. Yeah, and and I don't know the exact numbers, but I mean, it, I think it's something like 18 points of articulation on a cat. You right. know, it was. It was awesome. Um, May is going to be Snake Mountain stands. So we got... We got Castle Grayskull stands, which just look like molded green bricks like mm-hmm. the old Grayskull did. And so these Snake Mountain stands are going to be kind of cool. They're not going to be purple like Snake Mountain was. They're going to be more black. And another weird thing is half of them is like molten lava. So it's a stand where your figure is standing in lava. <laughs> so it's a little odd. And the, the stands they came out with before sucked. Yeah, they called them diorama stands. You, they didn't have enough holding power to put your figure in a pose. If it could stand, it could stand on the stands. Mm-hmm. But if you tried to do some kind of pose, it would just fall over because they were clips. They weren't pegs, mm. so it just was kind of working on friction. Right? Yeah, and it just didn't. They didn't turn out well. Um, we get our second uh, new. Uh, New Adventures figure in slush head, and the head is said to be able to hold water. So the original, do you know New Adventures? New Adventures of He Man. Uh-uh. It's where they took He Man after it all kind of had failed and came out with a future He Man. So he was like a space traveler, hmm. and okay. Skeletor kind of looked like a robot and shit like that. But Slushhead was a popular guy. I could really care less about him. <laughs> and then we get uh, the Mighty Spector. This is Scott Knightlick's uh, character he designed as a kid. Um, he is the heroic master of time travel, and he looks like Deadpool or Deathstroke. So uh, go look at those two and see how he knocked them off. <laughs> um, Temple of Darkness Sorceress is going to be a traveling exclusive yet next year for everywhere except for Comic-Con. So C2E2, New York Comic-Con, all of these other uh, uh, cons are going to get her except for Comic-Con. And what's cool with her is she's going to come with a stand for an orb that came with a figure that came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh, great, we get this orb, and it looks like a marble. Right. Like, what the hell do we do with it? So they're putting a stand with her <laughs> so you can put your <laughs> orb on it. Uh, and, and is she the, the one that was in Castle Grayskull that sort of gave He-Man his power? Or whatever? Yes, exactly. See, see and like she was, she was a cool-looking figure back in the day, but the thing that used to irk me the most about her was like so all of a sudden castle grayskull would come under attack and be he man i'm weakening and it's like okay you're a sorceress you should be kicking ass but it's just like the second something happens to the castle it's like now you're all of a sudden a wuss yeah just yeah well i mean the whole thing was was she couldn't leave the castle unless she was zor the bird right so so she couldn't even be the sorceress outside of the castle and you're exactly right as soon as the castle is taking damage that affected her and she couldn't do anything to defend (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious um Let's see. The panel video was awesome for Maddie, and there's a Q&A panel that's, that's just as good. Like I say, check out Pixel Dan and Sean Long's videos for that. 
Um, Michael Crawford's uh, 2011 Poppies. I have been chosen to be a judge for the 2011 Poppies. So what this is for people that don't know, uh, uh, Michael Crawford, Captain Toy, is uh, one of the most amazing toy reviewers on the internet. Uh, He just takes absolutely amazing pictures for his reviews. Um, I love his review style um, and been a big follow of her of his for the longest time. And what he does is there's lots of fan choice awards out there. Mm -hmm. But what he does is he does more of like an Academy Awards thing Mm -hmm. where he picks people in the industry. So he'll pick uh, bloggers, podcasters. And then the cool thing is, is he actually picks designers, sculptors, uh, marketing people at toy companies. I mean, he has the full gamut of, of quote, professionals, you know, if you can consider me a professional. (laughs) Uh, But I am just incredibly honored to be picked this year to be one of the judge judges. Um, There's about 150 of us this year. So it's a it's a large selection. Last year, I think he had about 110. Um, so we're going to be starting the nomination process soon. And then uh, once all of uh, the nominations are picked, then we'll go into judging. Um, it basically breaks down. It's not just action figures, although he says, do whatever you're comfortable with. I can't really nominate or judge statues or busts. I don't correct right. them, but, um, so it's, uh, it'll be like the best toy line of the year, best manufacturer of the year, um, best t- toy subline, best bust, best statue, best high end prop. So he does kind of the whole gamut of geek collecting. Oh wow! Yeah, and I mean, he's got—I mean, he's got people from Sideshow, from Shocker, from McFarlane. I mean, he gets people from all these different com- companies, and then, like I say, industry people as well. So, oh my God, just hugest honor if you're listening, Michael. Oh, <laughs> so go to uh, let's see, and I can't even uh, MWC toys.com and like i say if you've never been to his site go check out some of his reviews it, there it's just it is in my opinion him and poe ghostal have the best pictorial reviews on the web all right hey sweetie you want to poke her hey baby we're doing a podcast <laughs> Wow. Okay. That's why she's been so lively on the podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> no worries. Miss McFavor didn't get much sleep last night, so. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I was wow, just talking about, about what that. an honor it was that I get to judge the poppies this year. <laughs> it is an honor. I know. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Wow. Uh, next up, m- possible masterpiece. Ultra Magnus. Um, so uh, this would be in the scale of the new version 2.0 Optimus Prime. Um, so uh, r- masterpiece are these, well, 
Do you see that Rodimus up there? Yeah. He's about he's about maybe 10 inches. Mm-hmm. So that's a masterpiece Rodimus. Okay. It, it's supposed to look as close to the the cartoon as possible. Right. In both vehicle and robot mode. You know, sometimes they'll sacrifice one for the other. Mm-hmm. The masterpiece line makes some... They should look perfect in both things. Or they wouldn't have like an exposed hinge on the outside it's, of the car or exactly. something like that. Exactly, yeah. And if there were pipes here they're not you know they're not bigger here because they need them bigger on the truck right you know they're they're the right ratio here and they're the right ratio on the truck right that kind of thing okay and so they did a prime a new style prime that's slightly smaller than this guy and and they made a white prime like they always do mm-hmm. but they never made a trailer for him to have armor and this was tweeted by one of the takara designers and so everybody's thinking that there might be a masterpiece ultra magnus i'm thinking if there was actually one really coming out this guy wouldn't have tweeted it right you know this is probably a side project he j- did to say Look what could happen. Make a big stink about it, and my company might make it. You know, but Ultra Magnus is Ultra Magnus and Soundwave are my two favorite single Transformers, mm-hmm. and then Bruticus is my favorite combiner. So, oh, okay. so that's why it's a big deal. Um, Jurassic Park GI Joe Dutch figure. Um, so these hit eBay a little while ago. Um, so I don't know if you remember, they, uh, there was a Jurassic, they were going to reinvigorate a Jurassic Park line to be G.I. Joe vehicles, and they showed a few figures, but they never came out. This was one of the figures, and, uh, as people have pointed out, it is, uh, looks very much like an homage to Dutch. Uh, from uh, and, the Predator series, yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of continuing along when they had Bobby on there, the spirit, yeah, yeah. Um, but his tattoos are crazy, and he uses the roadblock, block, block, roadblock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it must be a Maori. He's got the uh, tattoos on the face and everything. <laughs> that oh. looks good with Serpentor's head on there. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Just all, like, yeah i got the low rider <laughs> well, i was gonna say i know uh you like know several package. years ago they had the jurassic park line that used i think um low light the bearded low light was one of the figures from the jurassic park line and the oh uh, really yeah the uh that six-wheeled vehicle i believe it's called the desert fox yeah it, it was yeah. just kind of you know it wasn't brown and and dark brown it was like blue and white and green and uh, it looked like it could have been a dreadnought reject vehicle yeah, yeah but uh yeah that's that's kind of cool that, that would have been great if they would have come out with something like that do i have that I thought okay, you. Had... Well, I was trying to be nonchalant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, we're very smooth on this podcast. <laughs> we try, like, we'll try to like make hand signals to each other, mm-hmm. and we don't get it. <laughs> Normally, I'll just be like, "What? Just tell me what you need." This is this is casual. <laughs> Are you sure yeah, it's not sorry, over there? Yeah, sorry, I fell asleep. I felt like I fell asleep in class. Oh, no worries, sweetie. No, it's not you just here. you just missed PowerCon stuff. Your least 
Your least favorite line. Oh, okay. Um, new Kabaya picks. So Kabaya is the uh, gum toy uh kits that come out in japan and i have recently become ridiculously addicted to these <laughs> are they the little it's the it's the optimus prime and the Jetfire that i have over there optimus prime is over here by our pictures oh okay yeah and then so what these are is their model kits oh okay yeah. they they still come on sprues so they still come on the little trees Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you take them all apart. Uh, they're they're two to three colors, and then they come with stickers that create where normally paint apps might be. Right. So I mean, in in that little ass toy right there, there were twenty eight stickers. Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> so anything that you see that is not white, red, or blue. Is a sticker on him, what, like the blue windshield and the yellow of his headlights exactly. and the grill and all that. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And uh, and and they are literally there's a term in Transformers fandom called part forming, mm-hmm. and it's where you have to take a part off, move them around, and put it back on. Oh right. Well, these are the epitome of part formers because maybe their legs and their body will stay together, but everything else you have to pull off. And then put it back on in a different order to make the vehicle. Oh, to go from the truck. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, they're just again. I'm a big Lego fan, Mm -hmm. so the engineering is just amazing. Right. They're about seven bucks a piece, even imported. You know, so in Japan, they're probably three or four bucks at the most. Mm -hmm. Um, And they come with a little pat of gum. So that's what makes them the gum toys. Um, so this is the newest wave that's about to come out. So we get a cool uh, hot no rod here. No more Rodimus. <laughs> no more. Done. We've been doing a hot rod Rodimus retrospective, <laughs> and we've reviewed like eight of them. So considering these come out every three weeks, we've yeah. been doing it for like three months now. <laughs> yeah. And she's sick of them. So, what is he like, the the snake eyes of Transformers? Yeah, well, he's the... So you have... You have basically oh, three good. leaders for the Autobots. Mm-hmm. You have Prime, Ultra Magnus for like, you know, a hour of a movie, and then you have Rodimus. It, so, it takes over after, after exactly. Prime, yeah. So it's almost like it's almost like uh, a Duke Hawk Flint kind oh, of thing, geez. you know. <laughs> so everybody loves Duke, and then Flint, and then there's people that like Hawk, right. you know. So he's like the Flint. Okay. You know, he's he's not as popular as Duke, but <laughs> but but he's probably also got that that fan following. Says, man, Optimus Prime sucks ass, man. Yeah. Optimus Prime, <laughs> exactly. He's the new blood. Yeah, he's Judd Nelson, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's good. Wow, good reference. So uh, those are looking cool. The the cool Except thing for the blue windshield. Yeah, I know. So, and it's hard to see here because we're kind of blown up, but what this little box right here says is that each one of these three pieces, uh, these three figures, are going to come with extra pieces to make Hot Rod Rodimus Prime. Oh, wow. To make him the cool little space Winnebago looking right. thing instead yeah. of the sports car. So, I'm... Yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of like the... Um, 
the Build-A-Droid for the Star Wars line. Exactly. It's exactly. like, crap, I'm going to buy the entire collection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, this, there's casters. only three in this, yeah. <laughs> and they're about seven bucks a piece. And because they're imported, for the most part, they're sold in sets. Oh, right, right. Anyways, because if you want to buy them singly, they come as a random figure, because in the cases, they're randomly packed. Mm-hmm. So... So if you don't buy them in a set, if you buy a single from a website, you never know who you're going to get mm-hmm. for the most part. Some of the websites say this is who you're going to get. But anywho. Oh, crap. I think I just uh, did that. That's my Twitter. That's my Twitter. Nope. Nope. Yeah. This is what happens when I don't pay attention as much as I should. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> Um, can you turn it down just a little bit, sweetie? This one's a little uh, <laughs> down off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, Geeks for Tots is back this year, and by back, you may never have heard about them. Uh, formerly, it was Joe's for Tots, so Mrs. McFavor and I participated in this last year. Oh. Um, now it's becoming Geeks for Tots to get a little bit more widespread. And uh, basically what this is, is you uh, you donate for Toys for Tots, take pictures of yourself doing it, you know. So we took a bunch of toys down to Toys R Us last year, like every good toy collector no, should. Yes. two years ago. It was, was when it? Trinity was born. We didn't do it last year? I don't know what we did last year, but it wasn't last year that we did that. Huh. Maybe we we might just... we might have dropped toys off, but it but that didn't like take wasn't... pictures or yeah, something. No. Okay. That was two years ago. So I mean as you can see tons I mean look at the grand prize. I mean that's just ridiculous. Oh, if I can scroll back up here. A premium format clone trooper, that's a three hundred dollar toy. Holy cow. Yeah, from Sideshow. Fifty dollar gift card to Big Bad, $10 to 80s Tees, Star Wars action figures from Brian's Toys. Gen- $10 to 80s Tees is a grand prize? No, baby. This is what you get as the grand prize. All of that. Oh. Okay. So, so you're getting nine Star Wars action figures. That's... Yeah. That's yeah, a lot exactly. More awesome. Yeah, you'll probably get a case. Here's yeah. Prune Face. <laughs> <laughs> and then second place, I mean, even bars of geeky soap from Young Moxie. Hmm. Yeah, cool. I mean, still, I mean, even fourth place, it's a $10 gift certificate and three Star Wars figures. I mean, yeah, that's, exactly. that's not a bad. Uh, that's not a bad little uh, prize package there. Considering you should be doing this anyways. Yes. You know, so. Right. I need to get my name on here. They got big cats, geek stuff, and robots, PJs. Um, so, anyways, uh, definitely donate to Toys for Tots and possibly win something in return. So, check out the show notes. We link over to their website. And then, uh, last up in news before fan made projects, we've got new Creo commercial. And normally I don't highlight commercials, but this is just too fucking hilarious. So we are actually going to stop because, uh, besides me, I don't think uh, Otto the Otter or Mrs. McFavorite have seen this. No. Uh, we're going to go ahead and watch this and come back with our thoughts.
All right, guys. For some reason, the speakers aren't working on my uh, laptop here. <laughs> um, but uh, so, what did you think, Miss McFavorite? It was very funny. I thought it was cute. Coming from New Mexico, where we're all about lowriders. Yeah. The fucking. I don't know what like was up with that car, though. Like, it had like a safety cone on the hood. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, I, real funky, I was like, yeah, funky looking car. What, you know? what was like, that? Well, okay, you know, people. I just like the uh, um, figure inside. Is that supposed to be Sam? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Creon. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those clever fellows. So yeah, definitely go check out the show notes. Go watch the video. Check out Bumblebee breakdancing and doing <laughs> yeah, the, robot. the robot. That was pretty funny. <laughs> no, it was good. So uh, now we'll move into fan-made projects. So um, normally this is dominated by Transformers, but we actually have a G.I. Joe story in here in honor of our guest. Have you heard of Yeti Brew? Can't say I have. They use, uh, I forget what site. There's now a, you have. There's a site out there that uh, does, wow, all of our volumes just got way up um there's a site out there <laughs> that, our second wind. that does uh <laughs> 3d printing mm-hmm. and so um so these these guys go on that site and they have 3d printing done and uh one of the first things they did was a dragonfly upgrade kit okay yeah uh, we're looking at the generals joe's website here and uh Okay, I, I have seen these upgrades. I th- that's oh, okay. absolutely fascinating. In fact, um, uh, the the guy who founded that website, um, Elite or Small, what the hell did I say it was Small Elite Warriors? Uh, he's kind of a tech guy, and he bought one of these three D printers, and and uh, he said he's not quite at the point where he can reproduce like Joe parts or anything mm-hmm. yet because he's still trying to figure it out, but. Uh, he said, uh, it's just, you know, for doing something like this, it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these look, these look incredible. I love, I love the, uh, and again, I'm, I'm not very, oh, come on, get off there. It's right here. It's the, uh, the gathering style cannons that they put on helicopters back in the day. Right, I don't right. know. I doubt they still use them. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, that thing there. Yeah, the Dragonfly is based on the uh, AH-1 Cobra helicopter, and what he's referring to is on the the wings. There's um, a small pod where they can put a a, a Gatling gun on there, a rocket pod. Uh, typically, what they carry nowadays is the um, Hellfire missiles as well. Oh, but okay. uh, this this upgrade that uh, these guys have put on this Dragonfly kind of encompasses all of that. Changed the the chin mounted gun turret from the um, flamethrower, I think, is what that was supposed to be on really? there. Really? Originally? Yeah, I was thinking, wow, flamethrower, that's pretty ballsy on a helicopter. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they took out the, the flamethrower and the Gatling gun and, and replaced that with just a, uh, one of the 30-millimeter three-barrel machine guns. Yeah, and like in the rocket pod, too, that's yeah. another. And so now they're they're also doing something for the Ghost Hawk, yeah. which is cool. And then... Uh, Lastly, oh, it's in this next set of images. Um, I hate those. Okay, so, sorry to go all you know tech geek on you. By no, that's what, what the, that's the what we want to hear. 
So what they're designing oh, now is big fan complaint all the time is why a tank would have a glass canopy. Right. So they're designing a tank canopy for the original vintage Hiss. Oh, nice. So I yeah. like that. Yeah, wow. I, I like I that too. Some, well, it looks like a uh, fully enclosed uh, canopy, which is a slot for the driver to look at, and probably some of those armored windows like the uh, Pursuit of Cobra Hiss supposedly has on it now. Exactly. So wow, yeah, that so that's awesome. looking good. Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep you apprised of those when they become available for purchase. Um, and then, of course, now back to Transformers third party. Make Toys has their first picture of their giant. So this is a third party Devastator, which there's another company making one of these too. There's two different companies making them at the same time. Um, the other company's been a little quicker out with the individual figures. So, look at that devastator. Oh, wow. Now, when you say third party, I mean, th these are people that are just ba basically making knockoffs, right? Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. Okay. And they're not... See, there's two different ways to look at knockoffs. Mm -hmm. There's people that actually make exact replicas. Right. You know, just of cheaper plastic, whatever. Oh, right. These people are basically making the same characters in their own vision. Yeah, because so I'm, still ripping off the IP, you know, right? But they're not at least at least they're not ripping off the actual engineering, molding, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I'm looking at this thing and I was like, wow. Yeah, isn't that awesome? That is. I mean, yeah. it looks like it's. I I don't know what the new uh, Devastator. If if there is a new Devastator, I don't know. There's not a redesign. Well, there was one, and it was pretty fucking horrible. Okay, it was, it was about uh, six years ago, seven years ago they made it. But, oh, okay, because I was gonna say, I mean, this thing looks like it has articulation in the feet and the legs and elbows yeah. and all that. Whereas I remember with that that original Devastator, as awesome as the concept was, if you just looked at it the wrong way, it would fall, fall apart. apart. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And the only thing that moved on it was its arms. Right. Yeah. Right. And what's crazy is there's been third party company that has literally made a name for itself by just making upgrade parts hmm. for the vintage one. So adding a waist where it can bend its legs and it has knees. Oh, you know, cool. adding hands that have finger articulation mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, but it's been ridiculously expensive, and this one is pretty ridiculously expensive. So, these will be initially released in sets of two. So there's six Constructicons. So it'd be three sets of two, and they'll be about a hundred and thirty-five bucks for each set of two. Wow. So that's pretty expensive. And the problem is, is the first one they're going to do is going to be in the yellow color. So yellow is the color of the G2 Decepticons and more traditional construction vehicles. Mm -hmm. If you want the green ones, they're going to come out with a gift set after they do the two packs for $410. Well, it comes with all six vehicles? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, but still, God, and the people that are doing one, doing the one right now, they're releasing them one figure at a time and watch, there's actually an ad for them. 
watch here, there'll be two green guys, and these are the first two figures right there. Oh, okay. Those are third-party Constructicons. They're about this big, so they're about the size of a deluxe for people listening. They're $100 a piece. Yeesh. Yeah, for a $10, what Hasbro would put out at a $10 toy. $100 a piece, so when it gets all said and done, your Devastator will cost you $600. Wow. And people are buying them. I can't, like, that's just, I mean, I'm a combiner fan. I'm not the hugest Devastator fan, Mm -hmm. but I'm a combiner fan, and I can't do that. Well, I mean, if you're going to pay 100 bucks for that, I mean, does it at least have, like, highly intricate details and articulation and all that or yeah yeah i mean it's definitely not a g1 toy i mean it's a modern day transformer that's a combiner and they are good homages to the original right you know there's good fan winks in there and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um also what we saw in these pictures is we saw their power glide and ocean uh ocean spray sea spray sea spray uh, so these are, these are again, they're in their vision, but those are even closer to just exact knockoffs. They right. just have better articulation. And then we see Laser Prime, which was the G2 Optimus Prime with his armor set. So that's, that Prime is actually smaller than the Prime we saw during Con News. So it's just the $10 one. Um, and it has an armor trailer, but his is a lot better. Oh, okay, cool. And I think we will... Yeah, here, I have a link to his trailer. Oh, they don't show the trailer in this damn picture. Wow, we can see the armor at least. Wow, okay, yeah, man, he's really... Yeah, so yeah, see, see now like cans. that that right there, that's what I would think of if you have the transforming trailer that becomes your external body armor. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome looking. And then the cool thing here, this is the first time they've shown this, is they show wires leading from this backpack to his sword. The original toy back in the day in Generations 2, uh, they called him Laser Sword Prime because mm-hmm. this sword would light up on him you would stick it in its hand mm-hmm. and that would transfer a current to the sword to light it up also like his backpack had the batteries in it or something exactly okay. somewhere on the figure so what they're doing is they're putting a backpack on him that should hopefully light this sword up that'd be cool yeah so that one i am excited about but again just to give you an idea here is this upgrade set and again this is for a ten dollar toy so the I'm trying to see God I don't have any deluxes up here. Okay, so see the computer. Mm-hmm. There's a short guy in front, and then there's a slightly taller Rodimus figure behind him. Right. That's a ten dollar transformer. That's okay. a deluxe. That's how big this guy is. So a hundred and ten dollars for an upgrade kit for a ten dollar toy. Wow. Yeah. Again, got to be a huge fan to chill out that kind of scratch. Yeah, and unless this just gets amazing reviews, even though I love it, I probably won't be getting it. Um, Perfect Effect has shown new pictures and 3D renders of their RC homage. So do you remember RC, the pink the, uh, and white girl transformer? Uh, Susan Blue did the voice. Uh, yeah. yeah, she was... Jesus uh, Christ, you're good with the fucking voices. <laughs> a <over> little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so and Frank Welker, Megatron. 
<laughs> so, um, so this company, Perfect Effect, their big claim to fame is they make these really small figures. Like they've made new versions of the cassettes. Oh, like uh, uh, Ravage and the yeah Rumble yeah, the and Frenzy, and all that. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and so they're really small. They're very highly detailed, great articulation. Everything's a ball joint on them, that kind of thing. Nice. So this is their first foray, I believe, into a. This would be a ten dollar a, a deluxe size figure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are three D renders to show her articulation. So and have... the, you know the the thing that I always got such a kick out of with the uh, especially like watching the the original Transformers movie back from back in the day was like in the opening scene just before Unicron attacks at one planet you see like robots shopping and robots with yeah, baby yeah, robots <laughs> and, I, and I'm kind of looking at this like a, a female robot you know and there's and she actually has like a little bit of a figure and a bust mm-hmm. line and and the way her uh the way her feet are it looks like she's wearing high heels and yeah it just, it's like okay is it, i guess it's so we as humans can relate to these guys a little bit better and feel more sympathy for them in the movie but that just always struck me as funny when when you would see robots that are all they are is mechanical humans, basically. You know? Yeah, and that's in the in the Transformers fandom. That's a big thing. There's purists out there. Mm-hmm. They're just like, they there's no fucking gender. They're robots. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, a robot should not have a fuck. Should not have tits. You know. <laughs> Um, so what they're also known Unless for... Unless the robot is designed for specific things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they're known for great accessories. So right. we get RC swords, we get her double pistols, and then we get a huge big sniper rifle. It looks like it might break down into some smaller weapons, but... Well, you know, is she a... Uh... I mean, I'm only seeing two wheels, so I'm assuming she's sticking with the motorcycle. Yeah, format. and that's the problem, is... Hasbro has made so many. So here's prototype images of her. Hasbro has made so many motorcycle RCs. People are begging for a car RC, mm-hmm. and they made an they made one in the animated in the animated show. It was uh, one of the most recent cartoons that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made her a car in that. Okay, um, but people want a G1 looking car, right? And for them to make this a motorcycle again, I love the high heels. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That looks amazing. For them so to not make... only is she a female robot, she's a sexy female robot. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so there's her alt mode. Well, it kind of looks like they're doing what they did with the uh, the Junkions, where the robot version of her can ride the motorcycle version of her. No, this is this is a different. One. Oh, this is, is okay, one of yeah. their cassette ones. Oh, okay. This is Minerva. Their homage to Minerva, which was a female, it was a recolor of Frenzy and Rubble mm-hmm. that was pink and white, and it was a female cassette. Okay. Yeah. We could go okay, yeah, that. I was going to say, now it looks like... Yeah. But yeah, but that's her. I really love how it looks like a Robotech, like a Mospita mm-hmm. from Robotech, one of the armor cycles. But... I just, how are you going to do an homage to RC and still do her as a motorcycle? Right, I don't get right. it. You keep, you keep her pink and white. Yeah, then she's got the same the same color scheme going. But uh, yeah. yeah, you're just failing where Hasbro has failed for the last ten years, in right. my opinion. But 
Although I will say from the uh, the uh, uh, movie, the, the Rise of the Fallen movie line, um, there was a guy that I had seen that was, he was trying to make mask characters um, in G.I. Joe scale. Uh-huh. Since since G.I. Joe came, had come out with the Matt Tracker figure yeah. for the 25th line. And so he made Matt Tracker's son, Scott, and he used one of the RC motorcycles as kind of an upgraded version of T-Bob from the oh, cartoon. Really? And I thought, oh, that's actually kind of a cool idea. That is awesome. So did uh, uh, did the son still look goofy? Did he have that baby blue T-shirt and jeans? And that's uh, it? I, I think, what he, I think what he did was he had... Um, uh, kind of made him less of the you know preteen kid and made him more of you know closer to like seventeen eighteen years old. Okay, and, and so from, then he had a suit and that kind of. Well, stuff. he didn't have a suit. He still he had on like a t shirt and jeans, but it oh, wasn't okay. the baby blue with the the yellow collar on it. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I, 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 he gave him like an interesting backstory where. You know, since Matt Tracker's off saving the world with Mask, you know, here's poor Scott left alone with this annoying robot. So he decides to start doing all these upgrades to him and uh, goes from this R2-D2 with, you know, that, that transforms into a scooter. <laughs> that He, he kind of upgrades him and keeps his memory and everything and downloads it into this transforming uh, robot motorcycle. But, like, Scott himself was starting to get all deranged and everything because it's like... You know, I'm my dad. He's an only parent, and and so uh, he becomes all rebellious and everything, and and like starts leaning a little bit more towards the Venom guys. Like, oh, <laughs> wants really? to join them. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of. I mean, it it was kind of an interesting little backstory that the guy had just written up for this. You know, for Scott and T. Bob, and I thought, well, you know, yeah, it's his universe. He can he can do with it what he wants. But I thought that yeah, you know, you could see that because here's. Scott riding around with his dad, and all of a sudden his dad's putting him in danger and everything. You know? So, yeah, he should have a little bit better shit. Yeah, fucking riding around on a fucking scooter. Exactly. All right. Well, that's it for toy news. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back with the store report. Acting cobra's really tough, you know. And cobra's up to something that we can't do. Introducing the new Joe's Barbecue and Shipwreck. We're going to start cover this time. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe Bridge Layer comes with driver. Or Striker comes with driver. Other figures and equipment sold separately from Hasbro. All right, guys. Welcome back. I just realized we forgot to say peace when we left. Probably for the first time ever since recording this show. And that might have to do with because Mrs. McFavorite was asleep. Yeah, because the Again. wall just straight hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me down. Lightweight. <laughs> right? <laughs> what the hell? All right, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, store report. First up, sightings. It looks like fries are getting old Comic-Con exclusives. Uh, that's right. In Fremont, California, they spotted a table full of 2008 and 2009 Comic-Con exclusive Senate Guard clones and the Force Unleashed Stormtrooper Commanders. Uh, they did still have the stickers in their clamshells, and they were eleven ninety nine and twelve ninety nine respectively. So if you missed out on those, it looks like he's still got a chance. 
Uh, we don't have a fries here, but luckily we already have those. Um, the Death Star Trench Run set has been spotted at Toys R Us. I have seen this The entire this trench myself. of the Death Star recreated <laughs> in 118th scale. <laughs> All in a box. <laughs> so... I guess if you don't have Darth Vader's TIE Fighter or an X-Wing. And, and i got to say, I, I do not have this particular X-Wing, but I have the, the earlier version of this X-Wing. Oh. That thing is sweet. I yeah. Mean, the thing I like about it is that the more realistic scale to it with the longer nose and and everything, and, and uh, th- that thing is just awesome. Yeah, do you have the... Uh, Dagobah Swamp Landing one, that one, the no. one that came out during the Saga collection. No, I got. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure which which one exactly it is. I bought it from a guy off of uh, Joe Customs. That, oh, uh, does, so he just bought um, it kind of loose. Yeah, he he got it at a uh, uh, garage sale, but it is complete, so that's all I cared about. Nice, nice. Yeah, I got the Dagobah Landing one with the all one the, that the comes with the, the Dianoga, yeah, all that, all yeah. that, yeah. Um. So yeah, a hundred bucks, way too expensive in my wow. opinion. Well, you know, I, I, there's a couple of these things that I've seen for a hundred bucks. This being one of them, and the the, uh, the ATAT at a hundred buck price point. Yeah, it's a little expensive, but then again, at the same time, I mean that's that's I mean they're pretty awesome toys to have too. So. Yeah, that's true. And this, I do like the box set. I do like that, you know, it's got the Death Star fucking diorama backdrop, so not too bad. Maybe with uh, one of the 20% off coupons they put out, drop it down to 80, that'd be a little bit more reasonable. Um, Search for Luke. Skywalker has been spotted in Spain, so the set with the newly retooled uh, Tauntaun. Is been spotted internationally at least, so that means it shouldn't be too long before we get this. And I love that Tauntaun. I'm a big, huge fan of Tauntaun. I'm I'm a fan of of animals that you ride. You know, so like the little feathered lizard thing from Revenge of the Sith, right? And Tauntauns, the Banthas, the the Dubacks, the Dubacks, Rancor though. Yeah. Oh, and the Rancor, the Force Unleashed one that had mm-hmm. the saddle for oh. the for the uh, riders. Oh, really? For the Force wielders. Oh, have you not seen that? Uh-uh. It was a Target exclusive. So, have you seen the the remolded Rancor? I, uh, now that you say it's a Target exclusive, I, I have. I remember seeing that. It was a pretty good size too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was massive. So they what they first made was a Force Unleashed version. Which had like purple war paint on it, mm-hmm. and it was more matte. Right, and then uh, and then of course we knew they were going to make a regular version of it. So then they made a regular uh, uh, Return of the Jedi version, and I didn't buy it one because I had the Force Unleashed one, but two mm-hmm. they put this glossy wash on it, mm. so it was all shiny. And to me, the Rancor isn't shiny. It, it's a yeah a creature, dank animal. That yeah, yeah. exactly. So well, it might have represented slime or something. I guess that's hey. true. Could... Sweat, perspiration. <laughs> oh, see, that, see that's what, that's the, the thing. We weren't scum. we weren't having any like huge good ideas while she was out. Now, since she's <laughs> awake, and boom, all of a sudden, hey, slime. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
so this is the rebel scum redesign I was telling you about. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. So here's their photo archive. This is looking pretty good. Okay. They got it's pretty exclusives built up. <laughs> oh, I love that, don't you? Uh, it's so funny. Um, true street side bot brawl has been spotted in Australia. So this is the new Dark of the Moon uh, set coming out exclusive to Toys R Us. And what this basically is, is a Voyager Prime, a Voyager Shockwave, and a Deluxe Bumblebee. And this is the weird repaint that we have seen of uh, Shockwave. So you get Prime in more uh, G1 colors, a brighter red, brighter blue. You get Shockwave in, quote, more G1 colors. What, what is his al- alternate mode? Uh, in this, a Cybertronian tank. Oh, okay. So a, a cheater alt mode. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to look like anything. It right. just has treads in a big barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bumblebee. I don't know if there's any changes on Bumblebee or not. Again, I guess I should have done my research a little bit more. But Way to go. <laughs> so, again. 62 That's of these right. shows, They huh? should have... <laughs> They should have taken better pictures. Yeah. Well, they're from Australia. They're upside down. What do you expect? There you go. Yeah, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Our number one fan lives in Australia. Oh, nice. Um, And Hallmark Lego Darth Vader. So the only Hallmark ornament I want this year has been spotted. Oh, wait, I got to Evernote that. I don't have any space on my phone. Yeah, how are you going to remember what you need to buy me? Can you email that to me? I swear to God, this woman, like, (laughs) I surprise her with, like, she'll mention something six months ago. (laughs) And and I'll just remember it. Like, I'll keep it in the back of my mind. Like, and Christmas rolls around, I'll buy it for her because I know she hasn't bought it. Like, she's like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. So now I'll be like, okay, this is something I want, but I don't think I'm going to pay that much. So she'll pull out her phone right in front of me, pull up Evernote, and she's like, okay, so what is this? And I'm like, that's not surprising me. Just because yes, you're because building a to buy. I have a whole note of Evernote. <laughs> I well, guess that's that true. I could pick from. I guess that's true. If I build a big enough list, <laughs> yeah, you, know you got you got two hundred items on there. Which <laughs> eight of those two hundred are you getting? You know? Exactly. So, um, but this is awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I've kind of gotten out of the Hallmark ornament. She always buys me one. In the last year. few years, there haven't been... They've been kind of lackluster. Yeah. yeah, so the last couple of years, he hasn't gotten one. But. Just because I'm like, what the hell? But the Lego so that, that right there was just one of the greatest crossovers ever. Oh Lego with God, Star Wars. Dude. Yeah. It was... Uh, did you know Star Wars was their first license? I did know that. Because I, I, I remember when, when they that. first came out reading that, like in Star Wars Insider and everything, I was like, oh, that is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, exactly. Everything they had done before that was all in internal storylines. Right. And, and I actually, uh, when they first came out, you know, they released the, uh, you know, the common vehicles of like the X Wing, the Snow Speeder, you know, and all that. And um, there was some contest online. I can't remember what it was. 
what the site was or anything, but um, it was you had to write part of the story, part of the Star Wars story, and change the history of the story, or the, the entire history of the saga. And so I wrote something along the lines of, feels like what was the last thing the small green creature said before Luke with his hair trigger <laughs> blasted him away. <laughs> he says, what the hell was that, R2? <laughs> he says, I don't know. Let's go try and find this Yoda character, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Borscht. Borscht. I remember that. All right. Well, it's like borscht without the R, though. Borscht. 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 Now you got me saying borscht. Okay, so it's like borscht. Without the R. It's borscht. I still hear an R in there, though. <laughs> I, it's been a while since I've spoken German, so <laughs> that's why it's, yeah, me too. it's coming through. <laughs> we'll have to ask your dad, sweetie. Get a consensus uh, here. That was, yeah. <laughs> How about uh, Zufa means drink up. Oh, really? In German as well? Yeah. Zufa. What else do you think he was saying? What? In German as well? I don't know. Maybe that was a different language. Maybe that was cheers in a different language. Okay. 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 Awkward. So, uh, (laughs) one of the best things to happen to me in toy buying uh, history was uh, Dark of the Moon coupons. So they have a manufacturer coupon right now that a lot of stores are carrying. They have a little tear-off pad in the store. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is you get assholes like me that go in there and tear off half of them. Mm -hmm. You know, so I have 30 of them. But don't do that. They have ones you can print online that work just as well. $5 off any Dark of the Moon purchase of $5.99 or more. So literally, you can buy... The the uh, Cyberverse Commanders, which is the little green guy there next to uh, RoboCop, mm-hmm. green and yellow, he is seven ninety nine in the store. So you can have a five dollar coupon for him. So you pick him up for just two bucks. Yeah, three exactly. Bucks, yeah. yeah. Nice. So um, now an even is cooler this the thing. Yeah. So this is the stackable coupon. So even the cooler thing is you can go sign up for Target mobile coupons and they will text you a coupon that has a barcode on it. You just take your phone up to Target and they'll scan it. And because that's a Target coupon and the other coupon is a manufacturer coupons, they're stackable. Nice. So you get two $5 off coupons. So at Target, just so long as you buy something that is more than the value of the coupons, then you can use both of them. So right now they have Voyagers on sale for uh, 18 bucks. Mm -hmm. So if you use these two coupons, you can get the $22 uh, toy for eight bucks. Nice. What I've been using it for is right now they have their Target exclusive deluxes that they have out. While they've dropped their regular deluxes to nine ninety nine, so just under what you can use them. Their exclusive ones are still eleven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I used mine on one of those and got it for two bucks. Sweet. <laughs> the problem with the Target. 
a mobile coupon is it can only be used once. Right. Whereas the printable one, you can make as many copies as you wanted. So I still got to get Miss McFavorite to sign up so I can use one on her phone before it expires. I'll let her note it. Hey, see, you know, and I'd love it if they do the same kind of thing for G.I. Joe. That way I could pick up a Sky Striker for like 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, even if you could get 10 bucks off it to yeah. make it 25 to yeah. make it the price of a, Nor- a Bravo size vehicle right. would be awesome. But uh, so, yeah. And the secret is here you could try this too is the mobile coupon will apply directly to a Dark of the Moon product, Mm -hmm. but the manufacturer coupon, it will scan on anything. Mm. I used to to go through, and this is bad of me, I used to go through Walmart checkouts, and uh, back when they they put out a Transformer coupon a couple years ago, and uh, it was five bucks off, it would scan on anything. I would buy a Star Wars figure, scan a five buck coupon, put it in there, and get it for a dollar ninety six. Oh, nice! I mean, it is one of very unethical to do. It's consumer fraud. It's literally a felony. <laughs> yeah, but, and here Open you are ad- admitting it on com. a recorded show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of statute of limitation, hopefully. Oh, not with the feds. (laughs) They're like, remember back when you were two? Yeah, they're like, we saw that you did this in Wyoming. That's interstate (laughs) consumer fraud. Well, the other bit of consumer fraud I was witness to the other day was I was at the service counter for um, uh, at a Walmart, and a woman came in with a transformer. And she's showing the the woman behind the counter. Yeah, we don't think it works because we can't figure out how to transform it. And you know, I was just kind of like half listening to the conversation. Said, yeah, you know, we 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 tried pulling on the wheels and and this that and the other thing, and the arms don't come out. And I said, if I may, for just a second, I went and I took a look at it and said, you know why this doesn't transform? It's because it's not a transformer. And they're like, well, no, it's a transformer. It's in the box. I said, no, no, no. What happened is some a-hole came in here, bought the transformer, found a similar-looking cheap plastic car, and shoved it back in the box and returned this. And then the the Walmart people, not knowing the difference, restocked it, and you guys purchased it. I said, so this is not a transformer at all. I said, that's why it's not transforming. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with people? I said, there's people out there like that. Dude, on uh, the Poe Ghostal site, pogostal.com, he does uh, toy aisle trolls. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's people just send in pictures of swaps like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And his is real big on uh, uh, Mattel, the DC Universe classics and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and just horrible especially in the big expensive five packs someone only wants batman or something so they buy the five pack and swap it out with you know an old dc direct figure right and they never know the difference yep. and i i've admitted it i've done it twice i'm not oh. proud of it i know I've admitted what? it on the podcast before. <laughs> it's like I don't even know who I married. I know. I'm I'm a horrible, horrible Ms. person. The young lady's face here is just like a total astonishment. <laughs> Through the half awake eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think you're sleeping alone tonight now, man. I don't know. <laughs> 
so yeah, so uh, check out the show notes. I've got links over to Sabertron. Uh, that'll have links to the $5 coupon also has links to the, uh, sign up for the target mobile coupons. So Mr. Otto, the otter, I know you've got an early run in the morning. Did you want to try to do one more segment here or do you need to take off for the night? Ah, what the heck we'll do sales and promotions here. All right. Because I happen to know, I see you got Cobra stickers up there. I happen to know Mr. RJ price. Oh, very nice. He's a, uh, he's a real good guy. Uh, um, spoken with him a couple times. Had the, um, I, you know, had had my phone been working the way it was supposed to when I was up in Canada here last week, I was actually <laughs> in his town and could have met him in person. Oh. Uh, and so I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get a chance to do that. But I do come through Alberta quite a bit, so so nice. yeah we can talk about what you got going on here all right so online new items and pre-orders first up encore we've got uh sound blaster which uh so these are um in the japanese series they came up with new characters and it was a black sound wave and a blue blaster blaster <laughs> so and what's cool about i don't have a i so like i was saying before sound waves one of my favorite uh, uh transformers and blaster goes kind of hand in hand with them because mm-hmm. i love the cassettes thing and so while i have blaster already i do not have these very cool repaints of his cassettes so you get a orange ravage and a black lockjaw, and then they swapped their weapons. Awesome. So, and I'm not quite sure this. The, the thing I find ironic about Blaster and Soundwave is is just that these robots from another planet are some of the most technologically advanced beings in the universe and yet they're still relying on cassettes. <laughs> However, I do think it would be kind of hard to make a transforming CD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's this real skinny narrow thing. Yeah. Um and so so with Blaster you get stripes and night stalker. So that's kind of cool that Ravage looks like it's going to be kind of tiger-esque. And then uh with Sound Blaster you get repaints of Ratbat and then uh Rumble slash Frenzy and it's enemy and wing thing. Did they ever make a version of Rumble that actually came with, like, pile drivers? There's a third-party add-on kit that you can get. And then they did make a new version of them where they're tanks, and that's how they they incorporated the double guns that came out of their back. Mm. So it's a tank that has two barrels, Mm -hmm. and those have pile drivers on. They have a mode to kind of transform the tank tread to make them look kind of like pile drivers. Um, And they were supposed to get released here, and they got canceled here. So, you can pay 
75 bucks for the pair of them <laughs> to get them from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're literally the equivalent of two $7 figures here. Jeez. Yeah. That's again the. How badly do you want them? Yeah. Besides hard to find figures in Transformers and third party customs, then you start getting into japan only things mm-hmm. you know and japan is even much better at homaging old vintage transformer stuff hey nice. good morning hey you said i just had to hang in there for, for one more segment <laughs> uh, toys r us has got uh the exclusive star wars five packs in stock as we speak and they've actually been in stock for about five days now um, so this is the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Delta Squad five-pack. Did you ever play Republic Commando? Uh-uh. Okay. So these are EU, you knew Scorch though, right? Because yeah, even if you don't do that, you, you know who Scorch is. Yeah. Um, so this is the Delta Squad four-pack. They're all, they put out a pack of these um, about, three four years ago Mm -hmm. but it was still using the old scorch body so he had hinged elbows you know those real awkward hinge elbows and stuff so this is finally super articulated republic commandos and then uh so while that's cool i actually like the other one better because i have the other five pack and if you're not playing with them hinged elbows and no knees and stuff like that are fine in my opinion yeah if you're just little statues basically yeah exactly um but this the force unleashed two five pack is even cooler oh god these pictures are horrible so we have uh star killer here and a sith uh sith uniform and then you have a new character from it, and I haven't played it, but it's a female Sith with a Darth Maul-style lightsaber. And then you get some uh, Stormtroopers from the new one. That's the uh, the game where that, that kid is uh, like Darth Vader's apprentice that turns on him or something, right? Exactly. Okay. And this is two. So, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't played a three-year-old game uh force unleash the original he dies mm-hmm. so in force unleash 2 he's cloned oh. uh vader clones him and so there's tons of him i guess okay. again i haven't i haven't played the new one so can't spoil anything for you but <laughs> um so these were these are ridiculously hard to find in stores i happen to find both of them Got them both with 20% off coupons. Always fun of the deals. Yep. Um, and next up, sales and promos. Mad Maddie Monday is back. So this is kind of a cool concept. So all of Maddie's figures are about 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they, do, they did this Mad Maddie sale. And it's basically for 40 bucks, you would get three items. Okay, 
basically buy two get one free type kind of and but see they all of their things except for ghostbusters have stands mm-hmm. so that's what everybody assumed was you'd get mm-hmm. two figures in a set of stands which would be about 52 bucks mm-hmm. so still saving a little bit of money but from what i read it did turn out to be that it was actually three figures of course they were the three figures that no one wanted right you know that they had left over that kind of stuff but they're going to do it again so if you're fine with getting a buzz off or a king gray skull or some other figures that didn't sell as well um or if you're trying to catch up on your ghostbusters and you need a walter peck with containment unit (laughs) you know that's going to be happening uh, starting October 10th. Hopefully, this will be out before then. Um, and then it'll end October 17th. And this better be out before then. <laughs> uh, Mrs. McFavorite does our editing. So it's kind yeah, of. Call on. me out there. Hey, no, baby. <laughs> it's, on, it's on your schedule, and you're a very busy woman. That's right. <laughs> I do love how that woke you up, though. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Cobrastickers.com, which uh, uh, Otto was saying that he knows the gentleman that runs this site, um, is having a sale on all their faction stickers. So if you've got some Action Force vehicles that need some logos, you want to add some Adventure Team logos to your stuff, Personally, one of my favorite is the Cobra Air Force symbols. Nice. Um, they're all 20% off now. So most of these average about 5 bucks a piece. So they're going to be going for 4 And that's going to run until the end uh, or until Christmas. I'm trying to see. Oh, wow. They even have Transformers. Yeah, I think they, they might even have like the where it's the Cobra logo with the Decepticon logo right oh, in the middle was, of it yeah i was gonna look for that because that yeah because that's actually oh and a gi joe with an autobot, with an autobot i've never yeah. seen that before yeah that's awesome and for the mask fans out there uh cobra sticker also has a set of decals that you can get for taking the rise of cobra steel crusher and making it look like the jackhammer vehicle from the mask series oh, i have that vehicle and i love the jackhammer mm-hmm. oh i need to find that set yeah. that's awesome and and if i may throw out some free advertising here for oh, of course for, no, uh, these Cobra are all stickers. sites we we <laughs> like and we like to promote uh i i can't say enough about the the quality of the decals that you can get from these guys i um i like to do a lot of custom vehicles and i mean i've bought um Bought many decals from them. They're uh, one of my favorites. Those is, is the sets for the hisses, so that not every single hiss in your fleet is you know seven eighty eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, uh, but yeah, all high quality. If uh, you know equal to or better than the decals that you actually would get with the the GI Joe toys. So they're you know an excellent service too. That's awesome. Yeah, because the one thing that I'm excited for. Even though I have one myself, um, is that they've been talking? Oh, look at that Cobra Industries! That's awesome. Yeah, that's um, from the uh, the Renegades there. Yeah. Yep. Um, is they're doing a Starscream Sky Striker set? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be that. that'll be cool for all the people that 
can't pay or don't want to pay two hundred dollars on the secondary market for see, that. See, there you go. And and if you're, I mean, all you do is you take the Cobra Commander head from one of the Cobra Commander figures, stick it on the Ace that came with the, um, came with the the Sky Striker, and then uh, go to uh, Marauder Incorporated, Marauder's Gun Runners, and you can get the Megatron get the, gun. Yeah. So hey, you're all set. You can make your own little knockoff. Exactly. So that's cool. Uh, definitely take a look at those. And then finally, Big Bad Toy Stores having uh, one of their better inventory clearances, in my opinion. Um, right now, you can get their exclusive Piranicon. So these are the Seacons. Is that from the movie? Uh, no, this is uh, old school G1. These were the Sea Creature Combiner sets. Oh, wow. So it's like a crab... Uh, um, God, I can't even think of <laughs> like a the crab, other. a lobster, exactly. A yeah, wow, okay. yeah, a manta ray. <laughs> Not uh, one of the more threatening robots out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the colors. I mean, just big, bright, obviously from the early '90s kind of thing. That uh, that's the um, Transformers equivalent to the. Uh, the 90s G.I. Joe figures at yeah. Bright Neon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Star Brigade the and Star, the Drug yeah. <laughs> Enforcers or whatever. And then ba- uh, Battle Corps. That was yeah, the, the bright color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably two of the best seven packs that Hasbro's ever made, the Resolute sets. Both sets for 49 bucks. That's seven that's 14 figures for 50 bucks that works out to 25 bucks for seven figures you're paying you're paying Let's, just over three bucks a figure that's awesome and, th- and those are some of the some of the best figures released i mean that the just especially like the uh, the snake eyes has just kick-ass oh, yeah, articulation the, with, city, with what what did become the City Strike. Correct. It was originally made for this figure, but City Strike came out yeah. first. And I, honestly, I think my the Beachhead and Flint are probably my two favorite on the Joe side. Uh, and I just, he's not the most art, articulate or most usable, but I just absolutely love the, the Destro that's on the Cobra side of that. Oh, yeah, dude, with his, like, ceremonial jacket. Yeah, nice that, formal looking yeah, outfit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, formal. That's yeah. probably and and the Baroness is made of the, um, with the exception of a new head, is made of the uh, the the really kick ass Baroness body that's nice and articulated and doesn't look like she's promiscuous when she's sitting down. <laughs> the the only thing I really I guess I really didn't like about it was the fact that it came with that one alley viper. This guy here. Yeah, I mean, and I he's a great ask, figure. I didn't even recognize him because I, st- I have these, but I still haven't fucking opened them up. Right, yeah, but. he's. I mean, he's a great figure and everything, but to include a troop builder with six named guys, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people were upset about that or thought, you know, if you release the... Um, they, since they released the Cobra Commander and the Cobra Troopers single pack, how come they couldn't do that with the Alley Viper? Yeah, that makes sense. See, and I don't even, because I don't troop build, mm-hmm. I don't even think about the fucking, one of my favorite terms nowadays, those first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, on, but on the opposite side of that spectrum was the uh, the defense of Cobra Island 7-pack that came with six troop builders and Dr. Mindbender. Yeah. So there's tons of Dr. Mindbenders out there on the market. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I noticed. I was like, because uh, those are some of my, those are 
some of my favorite seven packs as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was thinking about that. But Dr. Mindbender, I just love goofy figures like Crystal Ball and shit like that. I love goofy figures like right. a guy, a, a, a scientist shirtless with suspenders and a purple cape, <laughs> you know, like that. I love goofy yeah. shit like that. You know the the other goofball character that he just you look at him and you just it just makes you want to cry is that Raptor. Oh yeah. But you yeah. know the thing is after reading his character in in the comic he was a really cool character. Yeah. I really liked him, but He's it's just a like fan favorite I just like sure. God, what's with the bird outfit? <laughs> <laughs> um, so besides those, uh, the uh, BTS Sonicron figure is only forty five bucks right now. Probably a more appropriate price. This is a third-party sound wave. Okay. So he looks like a more modern mini cassette player. <laughs> Still with the cassettes, though. Yeah. And that's because uh, Hasbro said they will never make a updated sound wave figure that is a cassette player. Because kids won't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you get a lot of the harder-to-find Green Lantern figures. If you want a masterpiece Rodimus, they're selling the original version that did have the issues, but it's only 135 So what mine is is the U.S. release, which is literally just Hot Rod. Mm-hmm. But they all Japan made a version that has the space Winnebago, what I call the space Winnebago, so that has the big trailer back here for him right and so he was originally 200 bucks and this japan one that came out is just plagued with problems Mm -hmm. so they made a second version of him so this is the first version that has all those problems but drastically reduced right um but again if you're just transforming it once or twice it's not a huge deal you just have to be careful with with it yeah um, Ghost Starscream, Animated Rodimus. You can get you can get the Japanese version of Animated Rod- Rodimus for the same price as the Toys R Us version. Uh, their Predaking box set has been dropped down to one fifty three. So this is one of the big. This was the biggest combiner ever in G one. It was the one with the bull and the tiger and the eagle. Made up of animals, huh? Yeah. Wow. So one of the most popular ones ever made. Here's here's one of the third party projects that went right. So my little guy up there is this thing right here, and then they made this armor to go on top of them to oh. make them look like Rodimus Prime. Okay, so what you're buying is just the back end of it. Exactly, okay. and then you add everything to it to make it this big figure. Oh, okay, cool. And this is the clear version. It's not selling very well. They already made a normal version. By clear, okay, so he's still red, but he's see-through. He's like translucent, yeah. I, to me, that's actually kind of cool looking. I like it. I like it. And there is a clear Rodimus you can buy mm-hmm. to go in that armor. Oh, cool. So, and there's some other stuff. There's some generations. You've got the Warpath case and set in here if you haven't been able to find him. So go take a look. Got some good shit on sale over there. 
and that's it for online. So um, I know you got to go. You got an early run, so I want to thank you for sitting in. On well, the I appreciate podcast. the invite, man. I had fun doing this. Hey, sweetie, poker. Jessica. Hey, baby. Auto signing off. <laughs> I know we don't want me to go, but. Uh oh. I'm not picking you up. I think oh, your mic's off. Oh, that's because I turned my mic <laughs> So we can hear you snore. So off my game this episode. That's okay. It's all right. We we got someone to, to fucking. You did a great job filling in well, thank my you very shoes. Much. To fucking, uh, what do you call it? I can't think of that idiom. To. Keep up the slack. Now to take up the slack. Pick up the slack. To pick up the slack. There, okay. I'm glad, glad I could be here to pick you up the slack. You did an amazing job. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're more than welcome. And it was awesome. It's always great to have. It's. I think it's fun for people to have other people that don't know about the hobby mm-hmm. on the show because we have lots of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dude, but, seriously, man, you're like 35 and you're still playing with toys. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with those people, we mostly talk about price and they say, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. But uh, it was great to have somebody that's actually part of the community. And, and uh, even if you're more exclusive to Joe and kind of Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. to, you can understand where the Transformer and the Master stuff is coming from. Oh, yeah, definitely. And at least you can relate from your childhood as well. So. Right. And uh, RJ, uh, I will be expecting royalties for the uh, advertisement I gave you. The Cobra stickers. <laughs> there you go. Go email him and say, hey, there's this podcast that talks about every every time he has a release, I pick out my favorite set from mm-hmm. his newest uh, from his newest selection, and we talk about it. So Awesome. Let him know. Post it on your forums. I will do that. We, we love to get more listeners, and the whole thing is, is we do zero marketing of this like i don't post this anywhere you either follow me or you don't kind of thing so well i'm the kind of dork who's gonna say hey listen to me on the radio or (laughs) on the computer radio thing (laughs) podcast so here listen to me it's a podcast yeah then they'll uh you know maybe people say hey man that's pretty cool that was our devious plan always an ulterior motive exactly so thanks for being on the show we're gonna go ahead and take a commercial break and we'll be back with what we got peace peace Surrounded by cobras. Yeah, but that Joe's Sergeant Slaughter. He's joined the G.I. Joe team. So I celebrate by giving away Sergeant Slaughter action figures. But you can't buy them in stores. You've got to earn them. Here's how. Collect five Sergeant Slaughter certificates or call the number on the certificate and Sergeant Slaughter will tell you how to get in on the action with only four certificates. There's a $1 handling charge. See details in specially marked packages. G.I. Joe. Nobody takes on cobras better than Sergeant Slaughter. Hi guys, welcome back. That was so cool of Otto to sit in as long as he could. I know. Thank you, Otto, for doing that. We went, we went way long, but that's oh. always the fun of a guest star. Yep, you guys get to chit chat while Mrs. McFavorite passes out. <laughs> so sorry about that, guys. I hit a wall. Wow. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and get into what we got. And we got a lot. This he was, got a lot. Yeah, I got a lot. This was uh, my last major toy run. So, and luckily I actually found quite a bit of stuff I was looking for. Um, picked up a G.I. Joe Anniversary Wave 2. 
So that's the Renegades wave. So I'm completely caught up on Joe right now. And then uh, found uh, 2011 wave one of Clone Wars. So that's the Savage Opress wave. Very cool. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. So I picked up that plus an extra because I always I leave my Clone Wars carded plus an extra to open. <laughs> so that's exciting. I uh, broke down and I picked up the six inch Panthro uh, from the new animate the new animated Thundercats and he is awesome. I was really kind of skeptical about him. I I didn't really like how shiny they were. Uh-huh. You know, I'd rather more and I think I'm just spoiled by uh I'm spoiled by DCUC and uh Masters of the Universe classics now. I just think all six inch figures should be matte. So it's weird that he's all glossy, but he is awesome. He can hold his awesome. nunchucks in traditional nunchuck positions. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, I got Kabaya Series 2. Um, this is uh, Ultra Magnus, Prowl, and shit. Who is the other? Oh, and Jetfire. So those are the little model kits. Oh, yeah, yeah. That are literally part formers. They're very cool. They come on sprues and everything, trees. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to break all the little pieces. They're like a snap together kit. Didn't you talk about that earlier? Yeah. Because we talked about, oh yeah, I guess I'm restating. We're recording this quite later than the first part of this podcast, but um, but yeah. So I got Kabaya Series Two, and I've been loving them. Uh, some of the smaller stickers are a pain in the ass, but um, they're awesome, especially considering they're like seven bucks. They're a snap together kit. They have both modes. They look good in both modes. They're very much a uh, classic style, the Jetfire, especially on the Prowl. So, mm-hmm. and then my my best purchase, at least hopefully, I haven't put them together, is I got a do-it-yourself clear Rodimus kit from Ko Toys. So Ko Toys knocked off the Rodimus that we reviewed last time. The last like. 80 episodes well specifically the last rodimus classics (laughs) rodimus they knocked him off and whenever they do knockoffs they do model kits so like little build it yourself kits and so i got the all clear one Uh and then what's cool is you know how rodimus has hood flames well the all clear one it came with your choice of flames and i chose realistic flames so it literally looks like real fire going down his hood. Oh, that's Or it cool. will be when I put it together. Uh, are they are they colored or are they also like white or No, they're colored. Or, they're it colored. looks like it looks like real flames. Okay. Sorry. So well, I got no, that. No, and, I know. Yeah. Um so they look it looks like photographic frame uh-huh. flames. Yeah, yeah. So he comes with all the pins and screws and everything you need to assemble a classic Rodimus. Oh, boy. The only thing that scares me is they literally say, we're not responsible for missing parts. Eesh. So he could just be missing his waist, and there'd be no way for me to put it together unless I tore down another fucking classic. Or- and then it wouldn't be clear, and... 
So I'm crossing my fingers. Wow. They always say we do our best, but we can't. They just say we can't be held responsible. And what I think it is is I think some people might break pieces accidentally as they're oh, putting it. Oh, and then it, say that they're missing. Yeah, and say, oh, I don't have it. So they're in. They're in. Uh, I think they're in China. Uh-huh. So they can't be fucking shipping little pieces across the yeah, fucking yeah. globe if, if somebody breaks a little pin <clears throat> on it, you know. So I'm excited. I'm going to put that sucker together. Yay. Um, I picked up a few other things. I'm, I'm looking at the wall of fame over here. See, the way how they could cover themselves, so- well, it would be another expenses to bag everything. And so if somebody said, I'm missing something, no, never mind. I don't know where yeah, I was I going mean, with that. They could do never some mind. serious Q&A. Yeah. And Q, I said Q&A. And I totally knew what you were saying. <laughs> they could do some serious QC and literally, because they come all on sprues too. Uh-huh. I mean, just like it's popped out of the mold. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so they could literally like make sure every single piece is, but then it would go through. The labor yeah. would go through the roof. Exactly. And, and it was already pretty pricey. It was 35 bucks with shipping. And you have to build it yourself, folks. That's what like makes Ikea. it so fun. I'm going to build a transformer myself. It's like I'm holding my own transformers, bot, <laughs> or my own, uh, my own BotCon customizing class. A. A. <laughs> and it's all clear, and I'm a sucker for all clear. So... Uh, that's, that's pretty much the highlights of what we picked up. Um, I, I love how you say what we picked up. Sorry. I know. Like, I well, you had... used to collect toys when we started the podcast. This is a new, this is a new thing. You not buying anything. I ran out of space. <laughs> you did. I ran, I did too. I just stack things. <laughs> yeah. Now. See, I'm not a stacker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, you got some shit stacked. I'm not going there. <laughs> All right. Uh, due to time, we're going to go ahead and skip the featured custom. It was more for auto anyways. Um, but we'll we'll do that same featured custom next show auto. So make sure you listen to the next one too, not just the one you're on. And uh, toy review and, and, uh, and preparation or in lieu of how late we're running, we're going to go ahead and skip that. But we cannot skip our favorite segment of every podcast. Favorite. Favorite, which is that, Miss Smick favorite. Our listener feedback and questions. That's right. Why can I not scroll this? I'm using a my touchpad. Oh, there we go. I'm using I my, have problems with that stupid scrolling thing. Like some pages will scroll, some won't. Well, this was because so I was on the annoying. I was on Audacity instead yeah. of this being my active oh, window. Look at but, you, smart guy. Anyway. Uh, so first up, and this is what I wish we could have gotten to with auto, because I would uh, it's a G.I. Joe specific question. Um, but Engineer Nerd wrote in, thanked us for answering his last question and asked another one. Keep that up. Uh we can have a we we literally will do a new segment if you want to. Uh, we'll do engineer nerds uh, question of the. See, we can't do question of the week, but question of the show. Because <laughs> I love these questions. So 
He writes, would you buy new G.I. Joe accessory packs similar to the vintage ones? So (laughs) this is Vic favorite. (laughs) So these accessory packs. Oh, no, this question was for you. Yeah. um, (laughs) And see, shit, I should have I should have linked to a uh, to a thing of it. Um, But basically, these were accessory packs that. Not only came with weapons for individual G.I. Joes, they came with extra weapon or extra vehicle weapons as well, like missiles, that kind of thing. Oh, that is pretty cool. Um, Probably my most favorite vehicle weapon of all time is the Snowcats missile that's on a ski. So it's literally like a ski missile. So it launches off oh, onto the snow cool. and goes it's along. And that was uh, that was one of the main, uh, or at least to me, that's my most vivid memory of the G.I. Joe uh, accessory packs. And let's see here. Images. Okay. Perfect. Oh, how exciting. The noise. Okay. So see, oh, and see, this one's all vehicles. So here's the little skis, skis, and these were the missiles that went in it. And so these were different missiles. And see, they all have the same pegging system. Uh huh. So you could use different missiles for different uh, different things. Uh, these are uh, scrap irons missiles that went in his little missile launcher. I could have swore. Oh, here we go. I was going to say, I could have swore there were ones that actually had figure stuff. Oh, and see, this one is... Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Uh, so this one is <laughs> guns and backpacks and helmets only. And that's number three. And this is one of the originals. So you're seeing the original 13 here, which is what was what was to be yeah. our custom of the week or custom of the show. Um, so, I mean, just awesome. You get them in different alert. colors. <laughs> I don't think I can hear you. Are you talking into your microphone? Mm, kind of. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just talking over you. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I am a huge accessories fanatic. I love accessories. I mean, that's where Joe is going right, in my opinion, and everything they do nowadays, except for the missile launchers and oversized shit like that. But um, I would definitely, I'd go off. Um, The one JoeCon we went to, uh, was that 2009? Uh... Does that sound right? Or maybe 2008? Eight. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I think it was nine. We just went to Comic-Con in 08, and then 09's when we went crazy. And we went oh, to yeah. Bot-Con, okay, yeah. I'm Joe-Con, sorry. Yeah, that's Comic-Con. what I was... Yeah. Um, so they had accessory packs there, and they were a little pricey. They're uh, 10 bucks a piece, which worked out to about... Uh, Little, like about 75 cents a weapon and, and I bought those and it was cool because they were painted 
you know, so a gun would be silver where there was metal, and it would be black where there should be plastic, essentially. Uh huh. Except for on one, and they fucked up the paint apps, and they reversed them, so that was a little annoying. Yeah. But uh, I picked those up in a heartbeat. Um, the Masters of the Universe, I've, I didn't even blink with all of those accessory packs. I also bought the Masters of the Universe and G.I. Joe accessory packs when I was a kid, too. So, to me, you can't have too many weapons. And uh, especially with uh, accessori- or with customizing shit, uh-huh. it's always nice to have extra weapons and different colors, that kind of thing. So, definitely I'd be all about it. And Mrs. McFavorite, if they uh, released uh, Cabbage Patch Kid accessory packs. <laughs> they have and I have. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They. I have the stroller. I've got the official Cabbage Patch Kid diapers. I was going to say, the I've stroller got... is probably be a, considered a vehicle, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the diapers, I'd say the that's diapers an accessory the, Oh, no, I know. Yeah, shut up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, here's another one. I was just curious mm-hmm. to see what accessory pack five. Oh, wow, so I didn't realize they did so many of these. Yeah, this one's like all backpacks. That's fucking awesome. Hey, for Comic Con, have it's not sold out yet. It's just the or is Comic Con already sold out for next no, year? No, they haven't released the tickets yet. So what sold out was the people preview night is sold out already, just like last year. I'm almost positive it sold out during the show. Okay. But the four-day passes are still going to be released. Okay. Sorry, I was just thinking about that because my boss was asking about it because him and his friend want to go. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll let you know for sure. So thanks for the question, Engineer Nerd. Yeah, thank you. And I should... But... Sorry. Wow. I'm thinking to myself. It's been a long day. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, my brain is much too. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the rest of our listener feedback and questions. And these are the entries for the third annual Swag Away. Which I don't think we're going to do again. We only got three responses. So obviously the shwag, see, I talked it down the first couple years and we got tons of responses. And this year I like, yeah, it's great stuff. And you're like, don't tell them, let it be a surprise. And we get three fucking respondents. So we want to. I think we should just keep doing it. Don't give up. (laughs) Never give up. Never surrender. (laughs) We want to thank our diehards. Mantis Nine Nines was the first to respond. Uh, He messaged us via YouTube, of course, because that's his base of operations. Uh huh. He said his favorite Comic Con highlight is the, and I probably going to mispronounce this. Arnim Zola build a figure? No, really. I love Brubaker's cap run, and he made him so cheesy cool. So, Exciting. do you know what a cap run is? You're running with a cap? <laughs> Multiple, maybe? 
And I don't know if uh, Brew Baker is an artist or a storyteller, uh, but a cap run would be this person's interpretation of Captain America's uh, Captain America story arc. Gotcha. Um, at least I'm assuming. I actually didn't do any research on that, but we did find the build a figure he was referring to. He's and Neo. he's interesting. His head is kind of <laughs> freaky. Well, it's weird. I'm not sure you're going to have to write us back and actually tell us what the head is supposed to be, if that's just supposed to be like an android head. But obviously, the man behind the figure is in the chest. And that's pretty fucking awesome. That's kind of creepy. It's cool. It's just creepy. It's creepy cool. And I'd love to know if he's in scale. Because that was the big thing with the DC Build-A-Figures, is Uh that they make their Build-A-Figures in scale, well, relatively in scale, you know? So, like, the only Build-A-Figures I have are Kilowog and Stell from the Green Lantern series. Uh And those are, like, in scale with the rest of the Green Lanterns. They're a lot bigger than them, and they should be. So I'd be curious if this Marvel Legends Build-A-Figure is in scale, but... He's cool. I mean, I I definitely I like his uh, I like the face. It kind of reminds me of uh, Krang from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Remember that little brain that was in the chest of the robot? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of. So that's cool. Thank you, Mantis Nine Nines. Um, <laughs> and then our Love our it. number one contest enter and and Jamie I am I am if we, we if we could you. cheat we would like but Mrs. McFavor was even like should we just say it's Jamie Oh don't even try to do that I did not say that <laughs> and I wanted to be Jamie cuz he's entered every contest and hasn't won one yet yeah, this is true. But I did not say that. I don't want to start getting hate mail. Baby, it's not hate mail. You're <laughs> caring for our number one fan here. How can people hate on that? <laughs> it's not like, I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't have made it seem like she was like, literally, we need to pick Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> it, All right. I'll read Jamie's. Okay. All right. Jamie says, I have to say the hot toys Luke Skywalker just made me hard. <laughs> I just had to read that. I was going to say. And that Boba Fett. Wow. I plan to sell, sell a kidney to get that one. <laughs> or to get one. So, uh, so these are amazing. So Hot Toys is now going to be doing Star Wars. I saw that in person. And it's it is, so awesome. Yeah. It, it's literally spooky. Like, this is like one of those things you have a horror movie based on because it looks so much like them. Uh, so it's uh, it's the well, best yeah, in Luke. Show that picture where it's a video. It's like, is he going to start talking? <laughs> okay, sorry. Bespin Luke. So it's a Bespin Luke. So he comes in his Bespin uniform, obviously. And uh, what's cool is you have a normal Luke walking around. And then you got the Luke... Han- 
post Vader confrontation where he's hanging from the satellite, I guess. Yeah, and he's all banged up and bruised. And yeah, dude. It's it's beautiful. Dude, the likeness is just sick. I mean, this literally could have been in a movie in the eighties as a stop motion model. Easily. Yeah. And so you've got the cool cut off arm, cut off hand, uh, the battle damage to his uniform. It is, it's, it is just absolutely amazing. So good choice, Jamie. Uh, party. These are going to oh, be. Oh, his eyes are creepy. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's so fuck. The gla- Oh my god, dude. All right. Um. So, anyways. Of of course, these are prototypes, so these are all hand painted. These aren't production figures, but Hot Which Toys are. Which is why they are so pretty. Yeah, and Hot Toys, but Hot Toys is amazing. These are twelve inch figures, so one six scale, and usually Hot Toys are about two hundred dollars. Yep. So that's a pretty expensive twelve inch figure. Yeah. Um, and the Boba Fett. It's my favorite booth. Love that. Yeah. Well, that Gentle Giant and Sideshow. Yeah. You like both of them. I mean, they really are. If if you're not worried about, like, if you if you don't get a kick out of how you interpret a figure at three and three quarters inches uh-huh. or how you make a transformer, you know, transform from a, you know, from a car to a robot and still look like a cartoon... I think the next amazing thing definitely are the statue and bust makers. I yeah. mean, and and high end, I should say, high end uh, makers. Yeah, you know, Kotobukiya, Gentle Giant, Sideshow, just absolutely amazing. And uh, he also mentioned the Boba Fett. Boba Fett's amazing, but it's Boba Fett. I mean. Boba Fett's pretty amazing by itself. There's not much likeness that you have to worry about, you uh-huh. know. Uh, always human faces is always my biggest thing. All right. So thanks for commenting. He left his comment on our blog. So that was cool. Um, and then our last entry was Jason Martian of AtomicMartianToys.com. I'm pretty damn sure. <laughs> uh, make sure you check out their YouTube channel um, and their site. It's very awesome. Uh, he said, I would have to say Zorana is my favorite SDCC exclusive. I have a certain attachment to the character since she was the only female G.I. Joe I owned when I was a kid. I have one of those. Yeah, you have the expensive one, too. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it was, we were showing go Otto. Go home. Yeah, we were showing Otto the house, and Otto wanted the fucking variant one, and I was like, "Sorry, we could only get one a piece. I'm keeping mine," and she decided to keep hers. You know, um, but yeah, the 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 standard version of Zorana, which is the vintage coloring, is just amazing. I'm a huge Dreadnought fanatic, mm-hmm. and. Oh, God. She's awesome. And then the Cold Slither, I like that version just because it's so cheesy. Like, I know you don't know. Cold Slither was a rock band that they made for a plot in one of the G.I. Joe cartoons. Uh Uh-huh. And it was the Dreadnoughts playing, like, hair metal. (laughs) 
and it was so cheesily awesome that fucking having cheesily awesome that's right tm right now you heard it here first (laughs) um but uh yeah i agree the zorana was amazing and of course me being a completist with the 21st anniversary cards just perfect to compliment to my collection it is cool i do agree you need to kick it up there chick i am tired you are all right guys thank you everybody that entered the third annual san diego comic well not really san diego comic-con but just the yearly annual swag away yearly well, annual so it's the yearly yearly or yeah the annual, exactly annual. It's just like ETN. It's the third annual yearly swag away. That still doesn't make sense. <laughs> wow. Uh, so stay tuned. We're going to be picking the winner at the end of the show. So I yes. was just going to ask, are we going to do that at the end or right now? No, we're going to do it at the end. We're going to make you people pay attention. Yeah, you got to listen to the grab bag, which we're going to get into now. First up, Star Wars complete list of Blu-ray changes. So now that the Blu-ray's been out and people are able to watch it second by second and go back and forth, back and forth, the fine folks at Geek Twins have created a list of changes in chronological order. Um I haven't read this list because we still have not made it through the saga yet. We've made it through the original trilogy. We just haven't watched the prequels. Oh, yeah. We're like, we We, cut it off. We made it past the throwing of the emperor. Yeah, but that was it. We We stopped it right there. Yeah. So we haven't gotten to see the non-yub-nub song at the end and that kind of shit. What? Yeah, well, that in the special editions, in the special editions, baby, fucking twenty years ago, or not twenty, but fifteen uh, years over to yeah, almost fifteen Ish. years ago, fucking they did away with Yub Nub. Yub Nub. Yeah, I know the song. Yub Nub. What do they do now? They do some weird. Oh no. Do they add in Yup Nup? No. What was that? Because oh, okay. it wasn't the okay. Okay. I, although I do have to say is that second, it's because it's the most talked about edition, and it's it's one that kind of made me not really want. Go ahead, baby. Um, sorry, shiny object. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most talked about uh, um edition that everybody is or not everybody, but most people that I've talked to is the no. Yeah. And I pictured it as him going, no, as he's throwing the emperor. It's not that bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not. It's still not right, but it's not horrible. (laughs) So if you have watched the complete saga or if you're not worried about getting spoiled and uh just want to check this out take a look at it um let's see for gi joe the deke series has been confirmed that's right that's deke not dick um this is a (laughs) yeah 
There you go. Now she's paying attention, folks. I was paying attention. She- I was trying. I was trying to uh, be professional. <laughs> Um, and since since I put this in the show notes, this has been confirmed for January. Um, um, they were originally shooting for December, but now they're saying January. Basically, it's gonna be released by Shout Factory, the people that did fucking the original uh, series release. And if you're not familiar with Deke, this is the company that took Deke. over. After the movie, after G.I. Joe the movie, and it just went all neon and cheesy, and it it's so horrible, it's great. So I love it so bad, it's good. Um, it was as I was getting out of G.I. Joe, so I only remember smatterings of it, so I'm really excited to be able to get the series and watch it, because I'm almost done with my G.I. Joe series. I'm on disc 17 of the complete series. I only got one more to go in the movie. What are you going to watch in the morning? What? What do you got next? I don't know. I've... I've. You could start watching Sex in the City. <laughs> I've come across... That only took me three months to watch. <laughs> I've come across quite a few series. Come across. Uh, like I'm thinking either Transformers Animated... Or uh, Brave Star is probably what's going to be my next thing. So, uh, I still have Fraggle Rock. Yeah, we have all of them that I got. We have you. every single one of the first season, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, so that's very cool, especially if you've never seen them before. I may not suggest running out and buying the set like if you don't have any nostalgia for them if you're curious where the whole series went after the movie definitely pick them up um but yeah they're not for they're not for everyone (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) uh transformers very exciting news war for cybertron 2 fall of cybertron has been announced yeah, that was me hitting this. Oh, I uh, thought it was Target. <laughs> so uh, so this is going to be the highly anticipated sequel. It's going to be coming out next year. Um, Game Informer, which is uh, I got turned on to at uh, Dan Shays or Grim Shays fucking house uh-huh. while we were staying with them during Comic-Con. Just an absolutely amazing gaming magazine. It's... Uh, it's in the British form factor, like British magazines are bigger than ours. Uh-huh. So it's just so goddamn tight. So uh, they have a little mini site that you can go to, and they did a cover reveal. Oh, that is pretty. So we get to see Optimus Prime. Oh. And then the full color has Grimlock. So Sorry, pretty. spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm so horrible at that. Yeah, he hates spoilers, but... Yeah. God, see, I'm really bad at that. Um, But anyway, so absolutely amazing. It's a full cover wrap, so it's both front and back. Um, They really let their art stand out. They don't add a lot of, like, headlines or anything like that. Uh And that Grimlock looks absolutely fucking amazing. 
It's fantastically beautiful. And here's the next oh, one. I love Spoiler oh, alert. What? I yeah. Isn't Don't that talk crazy? about it. It's just pretty. Yeah, it's amazing. If you want to see the cover, it's uh, it's uh, we have links to it in the show notes. So go check that out. And these, this is the game. Oh yeah, obviously Game Informer. Yeah. Doo -doo. And I mean, it's probably not gameplay art. But it's it's beautiful. Yeah, it is absolutely beautiful. See, I love art like that, dude. Oh, I love art like that. Um, they did a walkthrough of High Moon Studios. This is the company that's producing this game. Uh -huh. And uh, as they do the walkthrough on it, in the back, you get to see some concept art. Oh. And it's kind of blurry because they're basically uh, they're basically video stills. Uh huh. Um, but spoiler, you get to spoiler alert. Just jump ahead a minute or two. You get to see a uh, Galvatron looking Megatron. Um, you get to see Wheeljack and Sunstreaker. And there's some more down here, and I don't know if they scroll down because I haven't fucking... Watched the video? Yeah. Well, it's been a while since I watched it, and you know how I watch things at work. They're just kind of on in a little corner of my screen. I'm yeah. more listening your to peripheral. them. Yeah, exactly. So if you are if you loved War for Cybertron, you're excited for two, go take a look at the show notes. We've got links to all of the things that have been revealed so far. Lastly, for Masters of the Universe, Poe Ghostal interview Josh Van Pelt. So um, this is a very cool interview, again, about the only thing that's really been going on grab bag-wise with Masters of the Universe. Uh, let's see, what's his official title here? Uh, executive director of the Power and Honor Foundation. So these are the people that are producing um, non-profit, producing uh, Catalog Volume 1, The Art of Masters of the Universe Toy Design. So I'm excited about this. I still haven't pulled the trigger on the $55, that it the $55 donation that it requires. Um, maybe closer to tax time, I'll see what our itemized deductions are looking like and pull that trigger. But um, so yeah, definitely check take a look at that. The interview is very insightful, and if you haven't seen Pixel Dan's review of it or preview of it, I guess um, definitely hit YouTube, look for Pop Culture Network or Mandalorian Thirty. And look for that video review because it is amazing. Like the Masters of the Universe art book mm -hmm. that I paid 80 bucks for mm -hmm. probably would have been better spent on this. <laughs> this seems a lot more complete with a lot more surprises, you know. So that's it for Grab Bag. Thanks, everybody, for hanging in on an especially long Open Your Toys. And now... Drum roll, please. I've got three crumpled up pieces of paper with one name a piece. I am literally. Has nobody wanted to sing to me. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> 
and I'm shaking them up vigorously. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Oh, shaka, yeah. Shaka. All right, Miss Smick favorite. There you go. <laughs> oh, you got two. Okay, one fell out of your hand, so now you yeah. have one. <laughs> and the winner is Mantis Nine Nines. Congratulations. Yay. So, uh, Mantis Nine Nine. I don't know if I have it. I won one of his contests, so I oh, might have funny. his address. But just in case, uh, just PM me your uh, address, either through YouTube or email us, whatever. And just to let you know, Jamie, Ruthie, my little dog, she's pissed about it. She all threw her hand up like, what? <laughs> she's like, talk to the hand. She's even giving me the bitch look. <laughs> But congratulations, Mantis Nine Nine! Yay! Nine Nines. Nine, I'm sorry, Nine Nines. Or you can say Nine 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 Nine. Did you count that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations! I like you I say, get give a me, bag full of crap. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> but if you haven't been to Comic Con, it'll be pretty interesting. I've thrown in some good stuff there. So, um, so thank you everybody for entering. I think that's it for episode 62 of Open Your Toys Cast. Have you been the one, the only, the what? What? You say the one, the only, the something, Slick McFavorite. Oh, I don't know. You could throw in any adjective there. Really? You say it at the end of every episode and now you don't remember what you say. I don't say that at the end of every episode. I have a hard enough time remembering the fucking tagline you, tagline say you came up with. But I am Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. And we'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Bye. Voices like they cried out my heaven, suddenly silent.